0: So oh oh cool. Cool,
1: cool, 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 cool,
0: Welcome to the show. This is my show. Check check check. Thanks for tuning in. Here it comes again. Hello, yes. Hello, hello, hello. What's what's comfortable? Uh I mean what's the comfortable range for you?
1: That's. I should get. I, I should have better posture anyway. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna sit right here, and I'm gonna see where I'm at, because in about 30 minutes I will be slouching. Slouching. My lower back. I will be sitting on it, rather than <laughs> right, my right. my ass. So that's kind of just where resting
0: I'm at. on your back. That's probably what I've done wrong in my whole life. Oh good fucking lord! I have terrible posture. Hello everyone. I have Graham. Is it Laird?
1: It's Laird. Yeah. Laird. Yeah. Okay. It's Lard with an I in the middle. Sure. But not pronounced Laird.
0: Right. right. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's it's like strange. Mrs. Baird's bread. Okay. No relation. Grand Laird's bread. <laughs> Let's see. I had Ron White in here recently, the memory expert. Yeah.
1: I was actually listening to that on the way over. You, yeah. Uh, was,
0: he's, a, he's an interesting fellow. Oh,
1: man. it. I mean, it got super heavy. There was actually a point where like I had to like skip through about 20 minutes of it just because I was just... I was like, man, this is heavy. This yeah. is really... And, and I love stuff like that. I love, you know, having those kind of dialogues. But today I was just like, man, it's cloudy outside. I'm trying to be in a good mood <laughs> coming
0: into this. <laughs> like A little too doomy.
1: Yeah, man. But, I mean, it's awesome what he's done. And and uh, I really enjoyed listening to the whole, like, memory palace, yeah. uh, like, ideas. I think that's really interesting i had never heard of that before
0: that's yeah, a really cool concept i guess how that works i have i've thought about it since i've talked to him and i've tried to use something similar and it just has i wonder if this works or no it's not it's, to say that it doesn't work but i wonder if it works well for me i don't know i have had well no, like no it, luck it, so far but it I made
1: be, so much it's really weird because i guess his mind and my mind kind of work in the same way shoot man I, I was sitting there in the car and he was talking about like Well, in chair one, you know, like on the first piece of furniture, I have somebody coughing. Mm -hmm. And then on the next piece of furniture, I have a lawnmower. I'm like a super, super visual person. And so immediately I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I was visualizing it with him. Like, I I think I'm going to start trying to like... Kind of look into that a little bit. Probably not like as serious as he is, because I don't think I could memorize a fucking fifty-digit <laughs> 50 number on yeah. the fly in sixty seconds. That was insane,
0: dude. Unless you just really want to challenge yourself. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, and
1: I mean, I, yeah, I need to do more mind exercises anyway. Yeah, but that's like, a great thing to do. You know, uh, I think that's that's something I'm definitely going to look a little more into for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I
0: feel like I'm a I'm definitely more of a visual learner. And uh, with memory too, I think that would help me. But the way he's talking about associating things, I don't think that's sticking with me. At least not not right now. It's right. it's one thing if I just if I actually see it. Like if I see a picture of something, it, it is one thing. But creating something where he's talking about the guy coughing. You know, I don't know what I would have come up with differently. But if there's some sort of like uh, a book that has you know this means this, this means this. Just remember this, remember this, remember this. But he's talking about a lawnmower on his couch where um, i don't know there's just so many creative aspects i feel like i'd get too stuck in the creative portion and i would just forget everything because i'm concentrated on creating what
1: is the next (laughs) object i would just at a certain point i'd just probably be like all right so dick and couch one ass in couch two unless <laughs> like because yeah. i'm i'm fucking Far 12 floor, so like
0: <laughs> i can see that. that's where it would go i yeah, mean <laughs> it, might, it might get a little limited right <laughs> yeah, pp on the refrigerator all right mr graham what is your age and what do you currently do for a living okay i am
1: i'm 25 years old i am on my career path right now i uh became a realtor about eight months ago um, and I've really been hitting that pretty hard. Also, I give really good referral bonuses. Also, remember my name, Graham Laird. I work for Keller Williams in Southlake, Texas. Now my professional speech is over. Um, and I, contrary to popular belief, people that are professional also still say fuck and shit. So mm-hmm. uh, I, just wanted, I just wanted to throw that out there. And uh, yeah, man, I've really been focusing on that. The past five years, I've worked for Northwest ISD driving a special needs bus. Okay. Um, and that's been fantastic, uh, but definitely not really where I want to have my career as it were mm-hmm. be. I'm just trying to build right now. That's sure. pretty much it. Yeah. And I also do lift on the side now, which is actually kind of cool. I've actually met two or three pretty promising leads doing that. So that's, that's, cool. that's pretty dope.
0: Yeah. But so yeah. As far as the, the bus gig goes, is that stressful at
1: all um it can be it's definitely a different it's definitely a different set of challenges than you would think because like when when i tell people i've been a bus driver for four years they're like oh dude i don't think i could ever do that like i would fucking murder a kid (laughs) and i'm like no man i i get you i get you but
0: yeah just make sure they don't go around buses (laughs) right but like uh, i don't kill the kids
1: that yeah exactly (laughs) i'm just like okay mental note don't ever let this person be around <laughs> children. <Yeah>. And, <laughs> um, no, like with special needs, it's definitely a different set of issues. Like I don't have as many, what would be like disciplinary issues with special needs students as I either, cause special needs is such a broad term. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, I, I've had kids that were just completely nonverbal and had no way of communicating besides like basic like either signs or like a lot of body language that kind of thing and then i also have had like super high functioning kids that don't even have a learning disability like they have abs- they they're in all regular classes like they have right. absolutely nothing wrong except like some sort of social issue mm-hmm. and that i don't know like there there's a whole different set of, of issues with that, like why it would be stressful rather than, you know, cause it's not like I'm yelling at these kids like, Hey, right. sit down, yeah, you, you little shit. You know right. what I mean? I, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But then you're worried about, like I had a kid that um, had, she had around 35 seizures a day and usually two of those were on the
0: bus. And yeah. that's scary because yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking of. Was right. Like something, you know, cause, a, like an emergency situation kind of a thing.
1: Well, cause I can't, you know, obviously I'm driving I can't really do anything. We're required to have monitors. So I always have another person with me. Okay. Or I have, you That's know, good. and, and, um, she would just kind of have to go back there or he, it, it kind of depended. Like I've had him float around, but, um, like we really had to sit there and learn what to do in that situation. I didn't know before, like prior to this job, which is, kind of scary in some ways, uh, yeah. you know, coming into a job where you're like, I don't know what to do, but then, you know, we got training and stuff for it, but basically you just got to let them ride it out. Yeah. And that, that's what really sucks is cause like you can even like this kid was nonverbal, but you could see she was in anguish and that she was, you know, it, it's horrible. Yeah. That's more of the stressors from that job than anything else is just like watching these kids. Cause a lot of them, a lot of people don't realize that, especially kids that are nonverbal or that have been in some sort of accident, um, you know, they're still cognizant. They, they still know what's happening around them, mm-hmm. but they can't express themselves in a way like you or I could. Like, yeah. if, like if I'm cold, I can say, hey, Rusty, will you turn your AC down, bro? I, I'm, I'm cold. And these are the type of kids that, you know, things as simple as that. Hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Hey, I need to do this. It's like a baby, and you can see it. I mean, what really destroys me is that when you can see that they know Mm -hmm. that that's what they're trying to say, and that kind of like switch in their eyes, where you can see like I know exactly what I need to say, but I can't say it, Mm -hmm. and that's fuck that fucking destroys your heart every time. Yeah, because like you, you just there's no way they can. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's the big thing with that. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of challenges, but it's been really good. It's been eye opening, man. I mean, like just being around kids like that, it's just been like, I didn't even, I didn't even like kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now I'm like, Oh, now you're God.
0: around special, right. right? Yeah. And I'm
1: just like, dude. And I'm like, I always make the joke. I'm like, I belong here. The spectrum is so large. Sometimes it's hard. I'm like, I show so many signs that like I probably should have been tested when I was younger, you know, like that's, it's a thing. I think a lot of people, when they kind of get around kids like that, or just people like that in general, kind of realize like, oh, I kind of have those tendencies too. It's
0: Yeah. And then maybe that they're not to say that their, their condition is blown out of proportion or diagnosed wrong or something, but that does bring some sort of empathetic connection at that point yeah like you said if you don't really care for kids that much and then just seeing someone that is almost helpless yeah you know you just you can't help, help but to have sympathy and then just being in those positions will probably change your mindset just a little bit oh and If God. you're around it all the time might change it a whole lot
1: i mean i like night and day the person that i was when i began doing what i'm what i've been doing for the last few years and that i'm trying to get out of right now you know the person that got hired on there night and day Like, I mean, it's, it's for a lot of different reasons, you know, a lot of interpersonal reasons, but also just being in that environment is way different than anything else you could ever do. I mean, it, it made me think of jobs in a different way too, Mm -hmm. you know, like jobs that I'd maybe like neglected to see as difficult or neglected to see as like, oh, that, you know, that's a cop out job or that's whatever. Yeah. That's, it's actually made a pretty big difference in everything that I've done. As far as even even with the real estate thing, it's made a huge difference because I feel like a lot of realtors are just kind of like there, and they make you know their husbands or wives are pretty much taking care of all the bills, and they don't really have to worry about anything, and they've already got money, they've already got all this stuff, and you get somebody like me in there, and I'm I'm like willing to hang out with the plumber or willing to hang out with you know whoever because I realize that they're this they're in the same boat, like we're all just trying to make ends meet, man, and that ultimately uh has gotten me like quite a bit of referrals and quite a bit of just like people being like man you're cool man i'm like yeah (laughs) i I guess like i'm all right i've just been in your position like yeah exactly for a long
0: time where it's not just a job exactly you know you're 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 doing something to make someone else feel good and live happily because everybody feels better when they have a nice home or it's you know something american that they dream, want man you know
1: like we, we talk about the american dream and and we could get into like a whole political discussion there but i won't for for posterity's sake but you know that we always say like that is the ultimate like home ownership is like we've we fucking made it yeah. you know what i mean like we made it this is it this is beautiful like i own this and yeah it comes with like it's ups and downs and like like anything else but like, like yeah foundation man. work right <laughs> That shit, oh, I know, I know, but but then, but if you look at it too, like, everybody always brings that up, you know, especially, like, I work with a lot of first-time buyers that are like, that's their first thing, they're like, what if the roof needs to be worked on, or what if the foundation needs to be worked on, I'm like, okay, well, that's what the inspections are for, before you buy this property, yeah. you know, and uh, most lenders, especially if you're going through FHA or something they are pretty strenuous about like Mm -hmm. okay this needs to be fixed this needs to be fixed this needs to be fixed so you got that first off and then second off take care of your fucking objects it's it's like your car like you i kind of explained it to somebody like this the other day i was like why like what do you do every three to five thousand miles on your car what Uh, do you do
0: rusty i change the blinker fluid
1: okay so you change your blinker fluid you see the blinker fluid is very important. It's an integral part of the car. No, the blinker, the <laughs> blinker is important. That is for oh, sure. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't even get me started <laughs> no on that shit. Fluid. Oh, my God. So, so you change your oil, right? You right. change your engine oil. What would happen if you didn't change your engine
0: oil? Your engine wouldn't work very well.
1: Oh, shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, what happens if a storm comes through and it knocks off a few shingles and it, it kind of breaks that seal? What, what's gonna happen to your house you're gonna
0: have yourself a nice you're gonna have leak.
1: yourself a nice little leak and it's like huh it's almost the same thing checking that kind of shit you know uh cleaning out your air ducts that's mm-hmm. a huge thing hvac is fucking expensive yeah. <laughs> i'm sure you know that oh, yeah. it's fucking expensive yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like uh but if you take care of your shit you'll yeah. be okay yeah, for the keep, most part keep it up. i mean to you know there, there are always exceptions to that, and freak stuff happens, and and like it's hard. Mm-hmm. But you know, if if you take care of your investment, it usually takes care of you pretty well. Yeah, that's yeah. That's especially that's just if you how it is. plan on
0: reselling at some point, exactly. then you don't have to do as much work. Exactly. Yeah, so this 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 house is a mess. This was not not the greatest. Whenever I moved in, Chantel has done a fantastic job of making it an actual house, versus like, like a it. shell I, of a home that I had. Yeah. I was
1: I was about to say, and I like the location. It's yeah, like super l- close to everything that,
0: that I like. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, access good, points man. are really good. Yeah, But at this point, there's just so many things. Like I originally bought the house with someone else. So it's more or less expected to have two incomes and that didn't work out. So it was me paying by myself for years. Oh, wow. And that didn't leave me a whole lot of options for taking out more loans to get foundation work done or a new fence, which I still haven't done new roof, which I need, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. So it's just, it is compounded now to where it is to the point where we're either going to invest a lot of money to get this thing fixed up, or we're going to try to sell as is, or, you know, invest a little bit to sell, you know? So we're, we're right in the middle of that right now trying well, to figure out what we're going to do.
1: Sounds like a, a discussion that we should have after the pod too. <laughs> 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 that's my specialty, brother. You know, that's what I do for a living. I'm... Um, I'm pretty serious about it. I keep myself updated, and uh, I take... I
0: mean, we've been asking a few people, so... Yeah, you know, man, get, definitely. Get some different opinions, for definitely. sure. Uh, well, I was going to ask you something else about the special needs. Oh, I was just going to mention, I it's been a while since I've been in school or anything and been around kids, especially special needs kids. I wonder what the spectrum is now for special needs, because, you know, everything, not to poke fun, but everything seems to be some sort of disorder now, or, you know, you have to it's, label everything. And
1: I... I, know, I think I know what you're saying, and, and it is, like, it's always been tricky, um, but, you know, like, even when... I know we're a couple years apart, but, you know, when we were going to school, kids that would be considered to have autism today mm-hmm. were either put in in class with us, and they were misunderstood, or they were sent to the principal's office all the disruptive. time because they were disruptive, mm-hmm. Or they would be put in like special ed, like right. when it was called special ed. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, it was like a big jump. You know, this is somebody that has social issues in a classroom with people with serious learning disabilities. Mm-hmm. So now it's more specialized. Like I said, I've had kids over the years that go to your regular math class and your regular social studies class, and then they go once a day to like a speech therapist or they go to even like physical therapy for some of them Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing so they kind of get a more specialized education than they would have you know 10 20 years ago right um so really the the spectrum is like more diverse but i think it's also a lot more fair that's, for a lot, of, for a lot of kids. Yeah, for a I, lot of I was kids.
0: just hoping that it wasn't going to be lumped into just, like, one category, like you're saying. Exactly. Stick them all in one room. Exactly, know? Everyone yeah. who has a weird thing going on, exactly, put them over here in the corner. You know? that, I
1: mean, that that's how That'd it was awful. when you and I, you know, were in school. It, it, that, that's just how it was. And mm. I grew up in a tiny town, so it was even worse. You know, like, we had no separation. I, I remember there were kids in my class that had dyslexia. Mm. And when we would start reading in class or when when we would go to English, they would go to a separate classroom, but they were in the separate classroom with the kids that, like, could not read because of a a learning disability. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what we would call, I mean, and everybody, like, throws the R word around. I, fuck, man, like, (laughs) <laughs> I've heard, I've heard special needs teachers call something retarded. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I really have, and, and it doesn't make it necessarily right for everybody. Yeah, I don't, I don't know it,
0: who all gets uh, offended if it's, if it's mostly uh, people that have children with uh, right. some sort of issue or family Normally. member or know someone, or if it's just, if, if we're getting to the point where that's just, it's just wrong in general, right. which I, I used to say it all the time. Right. Gay, and I, gay, I did too. Gay, and and fag, like gay, exactly, oh, I said all that stuff. Exactly. I said it a lot. You know, I think a did. lot of people did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for a long time. Absolutely. And when those things sometimes surface in my head, which is not that often anymore, but when they do, before it comes out of my mouth... I do find myself really processing can I find another word is to this use? yeah is is and this something that I need to say the way that I'm saying like, it Yeah and I don't feel like I'm I'm scared or something to you know be myself because that really isn't myself I do feel like I don't need to use those words in certain situations right. or you know most situations or anything unless I'm being technical you know like is it is it true that we don't say mentally retarded anymore it's it's no, a it's, disability of Yeah thing. yeah
1: it's it's usually like it, it like I said it's more specialized so like instead of just saying this person is mentally handicapped or this, this person is mentally retarded. It's more it's more specialized than that. Like what well, okay, what
0: Or maybe it just sounds more derogatory now.
1: Right. And well and, and there's a lot of like context that goes into that. Like you were just saying, like a lot of people kinda Well shit. I mean, again, going back to where we were when we were in elementary school or when we were in you know, they would be like, Yeah, put all the retards in the in the classroom, you know, together. And we'll just fucking, you know, teach them shapes and colors and we'll call it a day. Like, they're good. Mm -hmm. So, I think that that's where the derogatory nature of that type of term comes from is just because there was no specialization. Mm -hmm. It was like, if this person cannot function, and and it only took like one thing, you know what I mean? Like, even just people that had trouble socially uh we're being put in the retard class quote unquote i know they can't really see air quotes but <laughs> but yeah i mean like literally like that that's why it's
0: an issue with some people yeah, and i don't find myself calling someone right, that, right. that you, or anything it's, exactly. it's usually you know like a, a situation where you know like something just happened that's that, retarded yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and i and i don't know and you could think of it because it's it's absence of intelligence to me. This is right. that is mental retardation. That's, that's, exa- that's the- what
1: what you just said. Like the definition is exactly why people find it offensive mm-hmm. is because saying somebody with autism is retarded. Exactly. They're not. I, some, some kids with autism are probably the smart, like I knew this one kid, he, he had issues um, socially, but he was in every single class. He was like either in a pre AP class or he was doing like college level shit when he mm-hmm. was like 15 super 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 smart kid. That's crazy. But 15 years ago because he socially couldn't, you know, he he wouldn't have been given a chance. Mm-hmm. That's the that's why people get
0: the way that they do about it. And I
1: understand why. And it, you know, you can't decide what is
0: going to offend somebody and what is not, Yeah, you you don't know where their what their life has been like and what that means to them. Right. You could say just any random word. You might be a trigger to somebody. Exactly. No idea.
1: I mean, and and I think a lot of people that, especially the ones that are more in like the boat of like, ah, man, you know, like, ah, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to just speak my mind, man. Like, yeah, let's, let's, uh, I say faggot all the time man. like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Other people's shit doesn't matter. And I'm just like, you can't, you can't live your life like that. I feel like we've already said it too many times. Oh, but, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no. Which, no, uh, like but, bleep but it. Bleep same, it, honestly. <laughs> but at the same time, to defend it, to defend saying it, like we're using it in a context of conversation. We're not calling something a, some, a specific anything. Right. But if someone did say that and then someone called them out on it, like, hey, man, don't use that word, and they get defensive, I think that's where it's a little bit, you're, you're why would you defend that? You're like, eh, okay you know exactly I won't say it in front of you you know if you want to say it that bad and you feel like it's not a big deal then just don't say it in front of that person you right. know just just respect that they don't like that but if you think everyone else does then fucking keep saying it go, well, go over and that, here and see and someone and else that's the calls thing, you too, out is like a
1: lot of people a lot of people are like there's just shit that you and that you say when you're around mixed company mm-hmm. and then there's shit you don't say when you're around mixed company exactly you, you don't just walk in a room and be like hey fuck god right yeah, yeah, man, like, uh, God fucking sucks, brother. Like, I don't even fucking believe in that shit. It's yeah. bullshit if you believe in it. Like, you suck. You don't fucking walk into a room and do that shit, no. right? No. So, like, why would you do that? Like, it's the same deal with, like, the, the R word and the F word, you know what I mean? I had a kid this weekend, like, correct me, um, because I have an ex that they are now the opposite gender of when I was with them. Oh, okay. And, um, they prefer them and him as the pronouns, okay. and I'm cool with that, like, you know, more power to him, honestly. Um, but I had said, in the past tense, because I had mentioned, like, a story, because mm-hmm. we were just like, I was like, well, you know, like, when we used to do this stuff, like, she used to say, and he's he, like, stopped me, and he was like, dude, you keep saying her, and, like, I'm not gonna say that we're, like, super close friends, but that's still my homie, and and I'm gonna let you know, like, just, you know, they prefer them and him. And I'm like, well, but I'm speaking in a past tense and he's like, it doesn't matter. Cause that's who they are now. And inside with with dysmorphia cases, that's who they were then. And I'm like, okay. And I can see both sides of the argument. Like mm-hmm. like I can. But if he's if he's gonna take the time to correct me, why not just go with the correction? Honestly. Like mm-hmm. what what is it gonna hurt me? Yeah. You know, to say them or him instead of like
0: yeah yeah if if you're if you're in company i don't i don't know man if it was me i probably wouldn't have taken it that well just not to get defensive but or anything but you just like you said you're referring to something in the past tense you have this this is a memory or you're talking about something that happened that you're visualizing and you're visualizing the person that you were with which was a shit at the time so in that context i think you're you're okay, and but, I think it might have been a little bit of of that. But again, that it's, it's like how how can I? And the person is not there that prefers to hear it that way. Well, so. no,
1: but apparently, uh, he went and like almost immediately tattled, tattled, and which was super sick. Um, <laughs> but you know, I want you to edit all this out because I just kind of projected this into this <laughs> conversation, and I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate, hate it. it.
0: I can trim some fat, but, we'll but
1: that is but that is one of the things. Is like you've got to, you just got to be considerate. I mean, yeah. like be, it becomes a respect I issue. Mean, with that Exactly, point. because he he if he had just kept like allowing me to say that in the past tense, it wouldn't have fucking mattered, right? But he cared enough to stop me and be like, "Listen, this is my friend, and you need to refer to them."
0: Yeah, I, I that's, you, that's you know what the, I mean?
1: Like that I, that's I, I, just I, I, a respect I, thing. Like right. to I him, not even to the person, you know, third mm-hmm. person. It's just to that guy that I was talking to. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, I would have to be on the receiving end of that to know, you know, like facial expression, tone of voice. Right. Everything, because that all comes into play. Of, and he was really chill about it. He he wasn't. He didn't like. Hey, motherfucker! Look, don't you don't look. you
1: fucking dare! He he was like, hey man, like listen, like that's that's my friend. Like I you you've got to refer to them as the correct. And I'm like, dude, I completely understand, and I actually really appreciate you for for stopping me, and speaking, you know, speaking and speaking your, your mind exactly. Speaking your mind, just being completely transparent with me, I can appreciate that with yeah. any any subject.
0: Yeah. So, I mean. It's an interesting situation. We're still, I think we're still going to be getting used to that kind of stuff for a while. Because we talk about how many people weren't like that before, but you're also dealing with people that don't want to speak up because it's not a normal thing to do, you know, to change genders or anything like that. So we're seeing it more because it's becoming more accepted and there's a lot of, lot more fucking people on the planet. So you're probably going to have a lot more cases of stuff like that. And
1: normal is so such like a,
0: yeah. What is normal?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like, honestly, it's, it's such a weird term. I mean, that's, that's why I say, like, I used to say, um, back to the special needs thing. I used to say, yeah, my students are special needs and people would be like, oh, do you do do normal kids too? And I'm like, no, I don't. And, and then I started thinking about it and I was like, what really is normal? Like Mm -hmm. what, that, that's like a thing over the last four years that's really kind of changed in my mind is like, you can't project some, like, just because it's, quote-unquote the way that most people live their lives you can't just say that it's normal mm-hmm. because I mean normal for me is completely different from somebody somebody's normal in like Romania mm-hmm. like Eastern Europe like my normal is it's it's night and day like there there's no comparison yeah so like who who am I to say that like that's normal sure or like that that's not normal or whatever you know I like extreme music. You like extreme music. That's not normal. Nobody loves it. No nobody. (laughs) If you go to anybody on the street and you're like, hey bro, do you listen to you might you might run into a couple people, you know, but for the most part, if you walk up to Karen at Target, you know, fucking full bob.
0: Blasting some camel corpse.
1: Yeah, she's gonna be like, Oh my god, like what What the what the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus.
0: (laughs) What is that noise? What are they doing? Why is he yelling? (laughs) Honestly, like right. it, normal is just, uh, it's probably just whatever word you can think of, you know, besides not special needs. It's right. uh, not, not special. Right. Kids that are not special. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's I don't, I don't So know, it man. just could be one of those things you can't find. You don't ask this question all the time. So you might right. just be, uh, I might've said that, you know, and then realize, wait, why did I say normal? Because that's almost to me, like people adopting a child. And someone saying, are you going to have a real baby or, you know, stuff like that. That's exactly the same, man. What what is this adopted baby? Is that the fucking Is that not a real person? Right, exactly.
1: Yeah, or like people people that ask all the time. I saw a thing, I think it was for National Women's Month, but it was, you know, I I have friends who have had, you know, conceiving mm -hmm. and I have friends currently that are having trouble or have had trouble, you know, and people would ask them they're like oh how long have you been married and they're like oh we've been married for you know four years and they're like oh so when when are you having a kid or like when when is the baby coming it's expected and yeah like when when is this gonna happen and like i can't imagine a worse pain man mm-hmm. like that that's fucked up that's like it's like going up to somebody with their legs fucking blown off and being like oh hey bud uh yeah when when are you gonna get a new pair of legs when are you gonna when, start when, walking? When, again? when are you gonna start walking again bud like uh you good and it's like, fuck off. Like, yeah. <laughs> that. no, you don't fucking do that. <laughs> Are you insane?
0: Yeah. that's, it's still like a, a program response, right? You know? like, oh, wow. And it's, it's probably just trying to be nice and you're not even considering, right. not to say that the person is dumb because once again, I could totally see no. myself doing that too. But actually I wouldn't ask someone if they're going to have a child. No. If it was going to be anyone, it'd be like my sister or something. And that would be right. because it would make my parents stop asking me. Right. When I'm going to have a child. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm already hitting that, man, all the fucking time. I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> it's a, it puts you in a weird position. Yeah. If you unless you're just like obsessed with having kids, which I I'm, right. I'm not.
1: But some people some people are. Yeah. And and like and it doesn't e- necessarily even mean that the people are having trouble, you know, conceiving or it it can just be like Dude, I don't want to have kids. It's an awkward. It's like, y- an awkward you're, question. You're allowed to not want to have kids, Rusty. Like you're allowed. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't care if I am or Everyone not. Everyone <laughs> is allowed.
1: You know what I mean? Like we can't just sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, it's the the natural order of things." It's, like it's uh, part of the American dream. I got man. married. I got married. Yeah, married, and like have a house, have kids. But shit, man, like the house thing is Come different, here, son. Because so you know, families are ever changing, and like I mean it. I mean shit, your family has changed. You said you bought this with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I don't want to get into that. I'm not going to I'm not going to call you out personally or anything, but don't like call me out. That's <laughs> I won't. I won't. I promise. It's just fucking wild to me, man. It's just fucking wild to me that I'm here, honestly, cuz like uh I've only met you like twice, I think, or mm. three times at like shows. shows. Yeah and uh we've only like talked in passing we never really talked about anything substantial yeah but then i saw you're doing the podcast and i was like ah oh, man that's a good reason to talk that's a fucking great reason to talk bud <laughs> yeah because i've always like really admired you from afar like oh man he's really Thank fucking you. good at guitar and like he's yeah man like he's he seems like a really fucking cool guy and we kind of from your posts at least we kind of agree on a lot of things so that's Is this kind of a thing? I'm not stalking you or anything. I I promise. It's okay.
0: There's probably other people stalking anybody, you know, right? Because people do that, right? (laughs) It's not for a specific reason. It's just that they don't have anything better to do. Maybe.
1: Yeah. No. I I got a lot to do. I fucking I stay pretty busy. I work three jobs.
0: It's it's a lot. But I mean, and I have a girlfriend. So uh, with the jobs and everything, you're you play in bands? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in two bands. Yeah, nice. I am the uh, how's that going right now?
1: It's going great, man. Uh, uh, Otis the Axe is like kind of a interesting one that a friend of mine has been asking me to play in and like for like two years. And I finally like gave in last summer and I was like, yeah, well, why the fuck not? Like I got kicked out of this other band. Um, well, not really kicked out. I don't know. It was a really weird situation. Voted out. Kind of. Yeah. So like um, I started this pop punk project called Backacre that's still active. That's my other band. And uh, we released a couple tunes, like a couple singles, and we did all this stuff, and I had been like posting a lot and like kind of trying to keep a post schedule up and do all yeah. that shit. So uh, I was in this other band. I guess I won't dox them, but like I was in this other band, and you can look up pictures of us all. I'm, I'm in their music video, the only music video they have. But uh, they they kind of came to me, and they were like, hey, listen, we see you're doing a lot with Backacre. We don't know if you have enough time for this band, and I'm just like, looking around like what the fuck do you mean i don't have time for this band like i we just we fucking play shows all the time like i i already i always do something in the background you know musically i'm always doing at least two or three different projects and uh they just decided they were like well listen we're just gonna go with our thing and like and now they're not even a thing anymore (laughs) so so then i joined otis the x and that that's pretty much it well Uh, that worked itself out yeah yeah i mean it worked out fine it's just uh that band is a lot of fun for me because I get to um, kind of live out my Dillinger escape plan obsession okay, a little, like as far as stage presence and stuff. Yeah. I really love Ben Weinman and I go ham at yeah. the shows. It's a lot of fun. I jump off of shit and right. get wild and I'm always sore afterward. Kicking stuff. <laughs> Kicking shit, jumping off of shit, being crazy, giving everybody like the... The fucking like crazy, crazy eyes, you know, right, right, in the crowd. That's it's, it's yeah, fine Locking eyes,
0: it's fun. pointing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, <sighs> I know. Well, obviously, we're on a podcast. You can't see me doing the fucking crazy eyes, <laughs> but like, I'm I'm sitting here doing the crazy eyes at at nothing at the pop <laughs> screen, and uh, but it's okay. It's
0: alright. So you mentioned in our prior correspondence that you have some interesting stories. About paranormal stuff? Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Let's fucking... Let's do it. I don't really talk to anybody about that kind of stuff. You need to like... Hardly ever.
1: You need so. to earmark this spot in the podcast. Just be like, okay, you need to start at this. Because everything from here back is just total shit. So <laughs> That's how I feel all the time with
0: everything. And it's usually not. That's, that's also another reason why I spend a lot of time editing. Because there's just... Sometimes there's just a couple of things here and there that are either com- very unnecessary and obvious misstep or miss mis wording or something. Right. And it, it can be condensed to a coherent thought.
1: <laughs> it's good that you take the time to edit it. Because I've I've also heard a lot of podcasts where I'm just like looking at my watch, like, bro, y'all y'all have been on a tangent for twenty minutes. Yeah. And we gotta subject yeah, here? like like what are what are we talking about here, bud? But, or, too uh, many, or too
0: many ums. Let the, me the ums okay.
1: Can I don't even know where to start. So like, uh, I guess your, what's I'll, your background? In okay, so I, I've had supernatural experiences pretty much th- from a very early age until very recently. I, I guess I'll just start like I'm gonna give this disclaimer. I remember certain the early events like before I was probably like around 14 could be kind of like chalked up to sleep paralysis. Okay. Um, and it kind of actually ties into the whole lucid dream thing. So like when I, when I was younger, I used to have like vivid, vivid, vivid night terrors as kind of a defense mechanism, I guess I gained the ability over time to be able to stop my dreams. Um, which is a form of lucidity. I learned how to be like, okay, I know something fucked up is about to happen. So wake up. And I would just tell myself to wake up and I'd wake up and that's just kind of, that was a thing that like started. And I know I have sleep paralysis. I can tell you some fucking weird ass sleep paralysis stories. Yeah, those are fun. But like, the earliest supernatural experience I ever had was probably when I was, I must have been like, maybe one, two, which is wild to me, because I can't fucking remember what I had for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But I remember this experience, like, very, very vividly. Um, And I wouldn't necessarily call it like, it's not a ghost or, like, it, it's it's just more of a spiritual experience. Um, I had more of, like, an out-of-body thing. So, I remember laying in bed. Um, I used to have, like, a... You remember those nets that you used to hang from the ceiling where you put all your, like, stuffed animals and toys and shit mm-hmm. up in it? Okay. Yeah. So, we had one of those. My mom's like, dude, you were young as hell. I don't know how you remember that. I'm like, I don't fucking know. So, I remember floating into it and then floating up into the sky and then I met some guy I like I grew up in a religious household I would assume that it was God but like as far as like what actually was going on in my tiny brain whether this was a legitimate out-of-body experience or not Mm -hmm. I don't know um but I met this guy stayed up there comprehended a lot of the speech but it's all like garbled now so like you know how um like when you put a reverse delay on something, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. Like it, it's a lot of like just syllables and like vapid, kind of yeah. like garbled speech. I don't really on, honestly understand. Exactly. And then I remember floating back down through the net and then waking up. And that's that was pretty fucking weird. But I mean, that was I would say that was my first one. And that's a very, very early age type thing. Yeah something recently so my sister turned 21 today happy birthday shout out i told her to listen to this so i'll definitely get her the link and she's awesome she's amazing uh she's uh, i'm like super super proud of the person she's become like she's she's fucking amazing dude so (laughs) this is a really weird one too this is kind of a fringe one that that could be definitely could be uh like a sleep paralysis thing my grandparents had this single-wide trailer that was built in, like, the fucking 60s. It was it was a trash pile, man. And I always felt weird in their bedroom and in their bathroom. I used to have these dreams where there was... This is probably, like, 1998, so I bet I was about three or four. So I used to have these fucking dreams, dude, where there was this guy, and he would corner me in there, but he was a fucking lizard. And he'd like crawl around on the floor all fucking weird and fucked up. And then he'd stand up on two legs and like come after me. And then I'd wake up and it'd be like a whole thing. It's part of the night terrors thing. Right? Yeah. So like, I guess two years ago, my sister's like, dude, I haven't, I've been sleeping like shit. I'm like, what's going on? she's like, listen, it's going to sound really fucking stupid, but there's this lizard man. And I'm like, hold up, hold the fuck up. No, no, what does he look like? She's like, he's green. He kind of looks like a gecko or something. He fucking slides around on the floor and then he stands up and he gets all fucked up. He can stand on two legs. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I've never told you that story. She's like, what story? I'm like, dude, that was like a fucking, what the fuck are you talking about? The lizard man. And so we're like freaking the fuck out. And we were over my mom's and my mom was like, what are, y- what are y'all talking about? We're like, we're talking about the fucking lizard man. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> the, the lizard man is like, he's real. He's fucking real. It's like Freddy Krueger or it, It's something. so weird. It's so weird that like, because I, I never, I don't tell people that story. Like that, that's like a fringe thing that I just keep in the back of my mind. Maybe this wasn't a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the more coherent experiences that I've had is a better place to start. When, when I was, um, I guess I was four until I was five. My sister was born when I was four. And she was, I guess, we lived in these apartments. I grew up in Weatherford. Yeehaw. And (laughs) so, like, we lived in these apartments for around a year and a half after my parents got married. And I used to, like, I think I've, I don't know that I've necessarily repressed any of it, but I definitely don't remember a lot of what happened in the apartment. But um, my mom has told me a shit ton of stories of just, like, fucking weird shit that i said or like weird stuff that i'd done and and we ended up moving out because it scared my mom so bad and my dad's always been one of those guys that's just like i think he believes in like more supernatural stuff mm-hmm. but he just doesn't want to Let's not acknowledge it. <laughs> it he's just like no no and we'll like try to talk to him about the apartment he's like yeah it was fucked up <laughs> and he's, he's like yeah it's, it's fucked up whatever like we we moved we're gone i'm like yeah i mean yeah i get that okay so uh we live in these fucking apartments and i used to tell my mom all this fucking weird shit like hey mom i can't sleep and like there's this dude and he keeps talking to me and like i'm like four or five years old and she's like Okay, and uh, then it just started getting more and more frequent. And she's like, what's his name? And she would ask me like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, your friend. Then it got to the point where like I would like not want to sleep in there. I was like, he's starting to freak me out. Like, I don't like him. I don't want him there. And she's like, well, where is he? And I'm like, he's in my closet. And she's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, of course he is. I mean, like, that's, that's a fucking thing. You know, yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, it's my kid. It's my four-year-old kid being like, ah, oh, there's a monster in my closet. You know right. what I mean? Not wanting to go to bed because I was notorious for that, too. You know, I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to fucking go to bed. I thought I was missing something. What a four-year-old isn't, you know, like right. that. So then it got to the point where I would be just in general, not comfortable even walking to my bedroom. One memory that I remember pretty vividly from that house is going to get a blanket down the hall for my mom and not wanting to get too close to my bedroom while I was alone. Hmm. And I remember because we had like a cabinet in the hallway, I like ran down there, grabbed the blanket and came back. And it was just like, I just didn't want to be near that room. And she said that eventually it got to the point where she would come in there and I'd be like, talking
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and presumably to this whatever the fuck it was yeah and um she would come in and she'd be like hey go to sleep and then she would close the door she said that she started actually making it a point to close the door and like put something in front of it Mm -hmm. you know so that i wasn't i didn't have the temptation and and i I had one of those beds that kind of had the sides on it you know like a toddler bed and um she said she would she would wake up in the morning and the fucking whatever she had put in front of it is just like on the opposite side of the room and the doors just flung wide open. And uh, that was kind of the point where she was like, okay, this is a little weird. And then I started telling her about all these little people were like talking, they were like congregating and doing all this stuff. and She's like,
0: what the fuck?
1: And then my sister, I guess she was about, she was maybe like eight or nine months old. Mm-hmm. So like when, when you have a baby, when you have a tiny, tiny baby, uh, normally... At least for um, some people like four years, you know, uh, you keep them in the room with you just so you can like check on them, do that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. My mom said that one night she woke up out of nowhere, you know, just just like you do, you know, like, I'm going to go get a glass of water. So she went to go get a glass of water and she comes back and she notices that my sister is kind of quiet. She's like, huh, that's kind of weird. So like she goes over to my sister and she realizes that she's not she's not breathing. Uh, she doesn't look dead, you know, but she's not breathing. So my mom's kinda like, Oh, that's kinda weird. And she kinda like put her hand on her cheek. She didn't stir she nothing. And then so my mom starts freaking out and grabs her, and as soon as she takes her out of the bed, she takes a giant like <gasps> like gulps right. in and then starts just crying and couldn't like woke everybody up in the house, like couldn't couldn't oh, figure weird. out what the hell was going on and she's just I
0: like
1: yeah so that that was at the point where she was like okay this is fucking weird and then she got to the point where like i would be like yelling for her because i was going to bed or like trying to go to sleep and she would come in the room and like yell at it leave my son alone like you're not allowed here and you know like pray and like yeah. do all do all this stuff and it just got to the point where she had an experience and I'm probably not telling it right, but basically the classic, something sitting on your chest, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. um, felt, felt a presence right next to her. Thought it was my dad. Cause my dad was on night shift at the time. Mm-hmm. Thought he came in early. Nobody there when she turned around and when she was on her back, she felt like pressure on her and she couldn't get up. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty, that was like one of the first, as far as like experiences and a lot of it's secondhand, you know? Yeah. But I do remember, I do remember the apartment. and I do remember being uncomfortable there a lot. So I guess that would be where it started. My family has always been like big. We're sensitive. We're, we're not like, oh, we're psychics and have the. Yeah. Oh, We don't. We don't do readings. We don't do shit like that. My par- my parents, and my my whole family are like super religious. My grandpa's been a pastor for forty years, and he actually has some really interesting stuff that he's gone through personally. That's just like beyond what. I've ever experienced, but, um, I definitely, I've had a lot. I'm just trying to think all the, all the greats, all the, all the really like, the top hits hard. Well, it's with some of them. It's like, okay, that could have been this yeah, or like that could have been this. And I guess the balloon story, I'll go with the balloon story. So, um, man, I have a gigantic
0: case of deja vu right now. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I love that. Like for, I love that 15 solid seconds. Just now. Oh, I love that that's awesome dude we've done this before somewhere
1: dude okay we can get don't even get oh 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 i want to get into all the i want to get into all the weird shit i fucking love weird shit i'll tell you the balloon story and then i'll tell you one more after that how about that and we we can just kind of go from there um because i definitely want to talk to you about deja vu i definitely want to talk to you about time i definitely want to talk to you about the universe so like let's fucking do it so uh the balloon story so my sister had turned i want to say six so i was 10 uh, 11. And this is a secondhand story. Uh, because I I actually ended up going to a friend's house that night. But my mom and my dad, my dad has corroborated it, but he doesn't like to corroborate it like we've talked about. He, he's just like, uh, mm, mm, not super about that, but whatever. And um, so in my old house where I grew up is a single wide trailer. If you're seeing any any resemblance to my grandparents situation I grew up very poor (laughs) so uh, and out in the middle of fucking nowhere so if you couldn't guess that so my sister had just had a birthday party and they had a bunch of balloons and it her birthday is well it's today it's in March so it's not hot yet but it's not necessarily cold so they had some ceiling fans running you know, just like normal stuff. And some of the balloons had like come undone and like, you know, blown around the house or whatever. My mom said that it, it was probably like, uh, like midnight-ish one o'clock. They were just getting in bed because my sister had had some friends over or whatever. And, uh, they're all asleep. And she says, she starts watching this balloon because for a mild house from there, from the master, you could see all the way down the hallway and into the living room and kitchen. And mm-hmm. the kitchen was where the balloons were. So she said she watched this balloon. And it was blown around. And then she said it, like, kind of floated in a very mysterious way. Um, like, kind of down further toward the floor. She's like, well, maybe it's losing helium. You yeah. know, whatever. So, it gets through the living room and comes down the hallway. And at this point, she's like, okay, this is, this is a little weird, right? And so, she kind of was, like, nudging my dad, like, hey, watch this fucking balloon. Like, this is really cool. <laughs> and so, like, this, this balloon is just, like, floating about mid-height. She said it was probably, you know, three feet from the ceiling, you know. And uh, she said it went into my sister's bedroom. My sister didn't have a door. And it went into her bedroom. A few seconds later, came out of her bedroom. And then continued down the hallway in the same direction. <laughs> and then came into their bedroom. And began to circle around their bed. And, like, up onto the bed. And then down to the foot of the bed uh-huh. and then up onto the bed and then down to the foot of the bed. And both my parents are just like sitting there like, what the fuck? Uh, so my mom is f- way braver than I would be. I would have already covered my head up and just been like, just fucking ignore it. Just fucking ignore it. <laughs> just, I- I'm not good. Real. I'm good. I'm good on that. But she, the absolute madman reaches out and grabs this balloon and then let's go of it. And it floated all the way to the fucking ceiling and stopped moving. Mm. and so my dad's like i right, i'm a head out so he goes and has a cigarette and they like they end up going to sleep but that's we figured out i think over time um and i lived there even after they moved out because um, i had a fiance at the time and we like moved in mm-hmm. to the trailer and stayed there but there's always been it's a it's a woman and a little boy and we were assuming that's the little boy but they're kind of like I've never felt anything like with malice there. I know that sounds like hippy dippy and shit like, oh, I've never felt, you know, right. oh, I, I I just have, you know, I have that air. I just, I feel things, you know, but no, it's for real. Like, like it, I think there are waves that travel through our body. We're electrical creatures, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. Things that control our brain are electrical impulses. That's been scientifically proven. And I think that, Energy gets left behind. Energy doesn't. If you know any of the laws, energy can only be replaced. It can't be like just. It can't just cease to exist.
0: Be so, dispersed. Right. Dispersed exactly. somehow.
1: Exactly. So I think that we could go in a whole different direction with that that conversation because I that's something that really interests me. But uh, that's that's like another pretty weird one um, that was secondhand. Firsthand, the weirdest one that I've maybe not the weirdest one that I've had, but close to it. Uh, the one that freaked me out the most. How about that? It was in that same house. Like I said, I was telling you earlier, like I lived in basically our back porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad had built a back porch and he made it into my bedroom because me and my sister were having to share one at one time and I was about 12 and it, you know, so I was like, uh, I guess I was 16, maybe 15. I woke up a lot. Um, and that goes into my like dreaming habits and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But I woke up kind of unexplained and I was like, okay, this is, this is a little weird. So I woke up, I felt just weird. I was like, huh, that's weird. So I turn around and I look at my door and my door had a very like particular sound when it opened because obviously it's not really <laughs> even with the house it had a very particular noise that it made when it was open. Yeah, And I saw the door open you know, I was, I guess I was 14. So my sister was 10. I was like, it's probably my sister, you know, asking if I'll do something for her or whatever. Nothing's there. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then the door shuts and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. It's probably, probably nothing. So I was just like, ah, whatever. I'm in a stupor half sleep, you know, and I turn over and then I hear the door open again, but like harder and what the fuck's going on and then i heard like clear as a bell graham are you awake and i turned around and nothing and i'm just like i'm shaking at this point because i'm like what the fuck like it didn't it did not sound like my mom's voice it did not sound like my sister's voice it was not really a whisper it was somebody saying out loud graham are you awake and that freaked me the fuck out. So I laid there for probably twenty minutes, just like shaking, <laughs> like oh my god, like what the fuck. And so I got up after laying there for so long, and went into my sister's room. She sleeps like a fucking rock. That's one thing about my sister. She, if if you try to stir her in any way, like I I actually ended up like shaking her until she be- became awake, and was like what do you want? And I'm like, did you come in my room and ask me if I was awake? She's like, no, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what is wrong with you? And so I did the same thing to my mom, like, mom, did you come in my room and ask me if I was awake? She's like, why would I do that? And I was (laughs) like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) So then I told them the whole experience the next morning and they're like, oh yeah, that's probably just, that's probably just the woman. I was like, yeah, but it's still fucking weird. I don't like it
0: because <laughs> my family's the old lady that lives my family
1: is so casual about it. That's how my whole family is. Like, like my grandpa is big on coffee. He's always been super huge on it. He had some brewing, and he watched it come out of the holder and come off of the counter, like to the island, and then like drop on the other side of the island. And he's just like, it was weird, but you know, it's just. It's just the thing that was in the house. It's Should fine. <laughs> like, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I'm, oh. I'm like, it, it's kind of made me the same way too, because I've, I've felt stuff in different houses. Like, uh, my girlfriend pet sits a lot because she's a vet tech, mm-hmm. and we, there was this house that we stay in. Like, the owners are cool with me being there too. Uh, some of the pet sitting houses, the owners are like, eh, and then the other pet sitting houses are like, Hannah, we've known you for you know ten years. We don't yeah. fucking care. So, you know, so it was at one of those. And we heard a little kid like in the in the other room. I mean, clear as a bell, just like somebody laughing like a a little kid. And we're like, all right, because they have they have said stuff before. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's an old house, whatever. And we heard this little kid and Hannah is like plastered to the fucking pillow like she's like, (sighs) and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's a kid they're not doing anything and and the the dog like immediately like perks up his ears start cocking and he like looks toward the door where we heard it yeah and i'm just like nah. i mean shit she's like what are you doing i'm like i'm gonna go look she's like what (coughs) no no don't don't get up i'm like dude what is it gonna do play with me like (laughs) honestly what the fuck is it gonna do so apparently i've gotten that gene too where i'm making fun of my family for being so i know she's gonna listen to this and she's gonna be like oh you're so full of shit your family is so so casual about it you're fucking casual motherfucker dummy (laughs) she's seen like handprints like little kid handprints on the on their shower one time she she like got in the shower and you know it fogs up or whatever yeah, and it's yeah. glass door and most of it is glass and then the rest of it's like kind of tile it's kind of a corner mm-hmm. but it's fucking huge it's like it's probably like five by eight it's giant oh. yeah it's nice um so <laughs> she like let it heat up and then she was like oh god damn it and it, there were like kid handprints all over it <laughs> and she's like mm-mm, mm-mm. and she like started fucking, she's like, like come the here them? come here come here and i'm like what and she's like are, th- are these kids handprints i'm like yeah but i don't know maybe uh, shit do they have kids she's like well yeah they have one but he's not that little i'm like yeah but fuck man <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking wild man i but i I have way more than that, but like I don't want to stick on it too long because like I don't want to take up too much time. I know you're probably gonna edit as it is, but yeah. you know still.
0: No, I was gonna say that the sleep paralysis thing—that's the only thing that I've that I can really recall other than secondhand stories. Yeah. For for me, I might be missing. Uh, that's what one thing that I experienced was yeah. that at a friend's house. Tell me, tell me. Uh, guy I used to play in a band with. So, I had some of my gear over there, and they told me, or he told me where his key was because I wanted to go grab the stuff so I can get ready for practice or something. I forgot what it was. I just went in there to grab my stuff. And that place, confirmed by several people, they had a ghost in there and they called him Cowboy Bob because he had a silhouette of a cowboy, cowboy hat, everything. Always in the kitchen and always just a dark silhouette. And so they had some things that would happen every now and then. TVs turning on, radios turning on by themselves and stuff like that. They would just say, you know, it's Cowboy Bob. Right. So when I go over there to get my stuff, I'm packing everything up, getting it by the door, and in the back, the very back of the house in one of the bedrooms, I hear the radio slowly raise in volume. And it just comes up, comes up, comes up, and it gets loud. And because I think they've told me that they'll turn it off sometimes and then right. when they come back later or they'll be listening to it in a low volume they'll turn it turn it off and they'll come back later and it's like full blast when they turn it back on huh. which is what happened with me it, it, it made noise I like froze in my tracks like okay and then I just waited for like a solid 10 seconds I didn't do anything and then it just completely stopped by itself because it got loud loud and then stopped and then it turned on again that's fucking and then it stopped that's and that's when i left (laughs) that reminded me of a story
1: okay and my parents house it's my grandfather's old house when he passed away they inherited it Mm -hmm. and it had like a bunch of fucking back taxes on it he hadn't paid taxes on it in probably 20 years oops so they had to yeah so they had to they had to pay all the property taxes on it over time they couldn't afford to do it all at once because it was crazy and i've always felt uncomfortable there well not really like in a like in a mean way, just kind of like uncomfortable, like there's something here. And right. I've always felt that way. And apparently there was a man who used to, my aunt is special needs. She's, she has a learning disability. Mm-hmm. And he used to talk to her when her stepmother died because she was very, very close to her stepmother. Um, and he used to, she used to say, oh yeah, my friend, you know, comes and talks to me. And he tells me that, you know, it's okay and that God loves me and that like I'm doing all this stuff. And like that's that's pretty specific shit. So um, we've always said that Mike is is there. And one time I was standing in the kitchen, I was at my parents alone, I was I can't remember what I was doing. I was doing laundry or something. I heard clear as day, I mean just like I, I didn't know who was in the house. I had like gotten home, it was probably like seven p.m. ish. And sometimes they're out, sometimes they're not. Like, I just kind of came by. So I let myself in, and I heard in the middle of the hallway, which is Mike's bedroom, somebody, like, clear as day, clear their throat. Like, <clears> throat> and I was like, oh, Dad's home. Cool. And so, like, I go in there, go into their bedroom. Nobody's fucking in there. I go to the back porch. Nobody's out there. <laughs> I, go to, uh, I go to the back bedroom. Nobody's in there. I go to Mike's bedroom. Nobody's in there. And I like call my mom and I'm like, hey, uh, is dad home? And she, I hear somebody talking in the background. She's like, no, he's with me. We're in, we're in Decatur, which is like a town over. Like, oh, cool. Well, <laughs> I just heard somebody clear their throat. Like, she's like, oh yeah, he does that. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, that's weird. She's like, yeah, just ignore it. He, he would also do shit like in the laundry room. We would start a load of laundry. I don't know why this motherfucker did this, and not not to speak ill of you, Mike. I don't know if you follow me <laughs> around or like I'm really I'm really not trying to I'm really not trying to rile you up, but like, bro, he stopped doing it after a while. But like, there was a period of time where like we would start a load of laundry, and you know how like when you start the load and you kind of let it start oscillating a little bit, and then you put your clothes in, and then you know you shut it and you let it do its thing. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time where we would do that. And it would start, you know, oscillating. We put the clothes in and we'd shut the lid. And then we'd come in like 20 minutes later and the lid would be open. It'd just be full of water. We'd be <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we'd be like, are you fucking serious? Like the first couple times we were like, oh, we probably just forgot to shut the lid. Yeah. But then it started happening. Like every fucking time we were doing laundry, if we left it, we'd have to wait until the cycle started. And then we'd wait until it got to like the rinse. And we'd be like, okay all right, we're going to fucking, we're going to, we're going to do it. But yeah, this motherfucker would like go in there and just like stop the laundry. And I'm like, what what are you getting out of this?
0: What are you getting out of this dog? Like,
1: that's not cool. You don't (laughs) even wear clothes. Like fuck off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He can, he can pick the top up and throw his ghost clothes in there oh shit i didn't even think it forgets to close it or he can't close it for some reason he can only pick it up
1: (laughs) oh my god what if what if he does have ghost clothes that's why he was doing it he's like oh i gotta wash my ghost clothes but i can only muster enough ghost power to open the (laughs) lid i can only do it um so i'm gonna put my ghostly clothes in there and when they finish what like i can't close it so when they come back and close it my ghostly clothes will wash and then they'll ghostly dry because they're gonna pull them out with their clothes. My my ethereal wardrobe is gonna go directly. <laughs> and then and then after a while, he was like, "Oh fuck, my ethereal shorts have shrunk." <laughs> fucking hell, you guys don't know how to. I'm gonna go to the fucking demon laundromat. Yeah, you guys why can it, that's fuck why it yourselves. Stopped. He went somewhere
0: else. He just decided. You know what? I'm just gonna keep wearing the shit. I'm same just. Shirt. You
1: know what? I just. Oh shit.
0: Oh the sleep paralysis thing. Yes. The only real please. experience. I've had a few, but the one that I remember the most vividly, I was on my chest, my stomach, and I remember waking up, not opening my eyes, but, you know, I'm like, my, I'm not face down, but my head's down. So I'm not looking at anything. I'm just aware. It's right. like, it's like something just opened around me where I can hear everything. Yeah. That's, and that's just, I know sleep that, paralysis. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, As that happened, I, I feel kind of compressed, but it doesn't feel that strange. I just feel like, I feel like I'm kind of tensed up. So as I'm realizing that I'm trying to untense myself, it's almost like I was laying on my hands and I'm trying to pull my hands out from underneath me or something. That's how tight it was. And as I'm trying to pull my hands apart, they're not really moving very well. And it's kind of confusing. It's not really scary, but it's kind of confusing why I can't do that. And then all of a sudden, it's like I'm even more aware of the open air noise around me. And it makes me... That's what makes me scared. And I don't want to open my eyes. I just think, okay, this is weird. And I mean, this is all in a matter of just like 15 seconds or something. This is happening. And once I realized that I can't really move it's it, it's like the, the complete realization has happened and in that moment it's it's like I feel something get off of me not just like a body or a thing yeah. or anything I just feel like a weight has been lifted from above me that was on my back oh and I feel like I can now let myself loose like I'm giving myself a hug And now I'm slowly letting myself go. That's what it it felt like. And the weirdest part of that is as I was coming out of that and letting go, I didn't realize the feeling that I had. But it was like somebody had their hands on my balls and were squeezing my balls. And as everything was releasing, it's like I felt them slowly let go of my ball sack. Holy shit. But I don't know if that's just like my balls being like, you know, like sucked up to like close to my my body, you know, like when you get cold, if it was something like that, and it it just warmed up, but it was, it was instant. There might be something
1: scientific to that, bud.
0: It was very, I don't know. it was very weird. The combination of all that was just so weird. weird. And as I just rested, that's when I I waited a couple of seconds and I opened my eyes. Like I didn't expect to see anything, but it was just like, what the fuck just happened?
1: It's scary. It was very weird. It's fucking scary, man. Like sometimes, sometimes like it's, I know a lot of people just kind of have the experience of like, uh, just that that weight, like what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and like, uh, you know, not being able to m- being paralyzed yeah. type deal. Yeah. Um, that's like super super common. And any time I've ever been like that, it's been you know same same deal, same yeah. same way. You know, like uh, I've had some pretty fucking weird ones. And then there are people like like you that are like, ah, oh, my my balls and I'm like, damn, I wish I could cool- have some cool. I wish somebody, whatever the fuck <laughs> is causing that, to touch my balls. But, uh, no, nah, man, I, I've, I've only had like really either really fucked up or like really like what you're describing, you mm-hmm. know, like just the weight. And then, and it's usually when I'm on my back, uh, and that's super common too. But yeah. you know, if I get stuck on my back, I almost always have sleep paralysis hmm. and I have to have like, I have to warn people like, don't let me roll over my back because <laughs> I'll fucking die first off. But also <laughs> I, I will have sleep paralysis. If not dead, there was this one time I was dating this, this girl. Um, and they, they, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, had, had a bed and we, we had a mutual friend that was like an artist. And our friend had drawn them like this, picture of a voodoo doll right and it was just like a little kitschy like cartoon type yeah deal <laughs> and i ended up on my back somehow they were out of town i can't remember i think they were in like germany or something visiting their brother and uh fucking <laughs> i just remember becoming like you're saying like you kind of become aware you can't really open your eyes it feels like your eyes are glued shut and you can't do anything with them but then that was like one of the more intense hallucinations I've had in, sleep, with sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. And basically like I could see out of the corner of my eye, I knew where that picture was. I guess I'd looked at the room enough to know where it's at. And then I had like this vision of what I would assume is white Jesus. Um, and he was like, Graham, Graham, you're, you're going to do some great things, but you know, you've, you've got to do it. And I'm like, what Jesus? And he's like, You've got to fucking kill her, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "You've got to kill her because she has that evil shit on her wall," and like, and I'm just like, "Oh fuck, fucking hell!" And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And I'm, I start trying to like shake my way out of it because I realized at that point, like, I'm having some sort of like fucked up dream. Yeah, I was just shaking like to you know that's really common that's really common with people with sleep paralysis too is if they can start shaking and get a limb off of themselves they can
0: normally wake that's what up because wake it's up.
1: it's a sensation other than what you were already in yeah when you, yeah, like you entered said, the paralysis the lucidity you experienced yeah. before you have your, right. you have the
0: ability to wake yourself up that's, right that's that's
1: wild, yeah that dude. was some fucking wild shit i hope that wasn't too loud i was trying to make it dramatic no you're fine <laughs> <laughs> that was good yeah, man, that's some it, crazy it's, shit, oh dude. man, but that that's probably the weirdest one I've had. But I know I know some people that have that are like again back to the fucking man. I wish somebody grabbed my balls. <laughs> I've I've heard of people like having like legitimate sexual experiences oh, with whoa. sleep paralysis, like being alone in a house. And I don't like, know if I want all that. Oh, dude, it'd be fucking it'd be wild, right? Like you just wake up and you're like, oh man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why do I have this bonus?
1: <laughs> so déjà vu, déjà vu. Let's. Let's let's fucking let's get it let's get it popping.
0: Let's do it, Let's do that. When I said déjà vu, what did you think of immediately? So
1: let's start at like the basic theory of the universe. So like, if you believe in science and you believe you don't think the earth is flat, and you you know it's not. You, oh shit! Oh mm-hmm. damn it! And <laughs> okay, all right, I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so if you subscribe to like modern science, you believe that the universe is ever expanding, time and space they never stop. It's just, it's huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like, unfathomably huge. We can't even comprehend how big it is, how it's still expanding, how it's, it's going to infinitely expand, right? So, if you believe in that, I've always said, at least, you pretty much have to believe in the possibility that, well, you have to believe two things, I think. You have to believe that there is a possibility that there are more than one dimension, Which means, you know, outside of our realm, outside of our universe, there's either one or far more universes that are also infinitely expanding. And I also believe, and we can get into this later, but I believe if you believe that it's ever expanding, it's not crazy to think that there are other beings either on a different dimension, on a different plane of existence, or just like if you believe in extraterrestrials. I kind of have a big thing on that that I'm kind of, you know, my my theory on that kind of fluctuates. But right now it's kind of more like a, on a dimensional level. Because if you believe in the multiverse, as it were, mm-hmm. you have to believe that there's at least a version of ourselves or a version of a different kind of organism mm-hmm. that is just beyond the veil, basically. It only makes
0: sense to think that really... I think so, but
1: but a lot of people don't but think maybe, that. Yeah, maybe
0: maybe it doesn't make sense whatsoever. I don't.
1: Right. Know. Well, when well, when you get into like the whole the whole paradox of of the multiverse theory, and it's 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 hard because you're looking at the multiverse theory, and you're like, okay, but if that's true, <laughs> you know, then
0: if if each the odds have increased greatly. Right.
1: Right. And and like because the multiverse theorem basically says every possible reality. Ever since the dawn of time and before our dawn of time or, you know, it gets real confusing real fast because you're like, okay, if every eventuality happened simultaneously, so like me reaching out and touching this real lightly like that, what if I touched that heavier and it rocked the mic? Or like, what if I took a drink instead of saying all this, Mm -hmm. all that, all those little tiny microcosms would infinitely expand Mm -hmm. and basically like uh like the butterfly effect but on a like multi-dimensional level yeah that's fucked up (laughs) that's some fucked up shit right yeah but i i mean i don't know there's too many there are too many coincidences for it to be the case and like people are always like oh yeah but you know history repeats itself your brain will recognize like patterns like maybe somebody has talked to you this way or in in the past and you're just kind of like oh i have deja vu because i remember talking to somebody about this briefly and like you look kind of vaguely familiar because i just kind of only know you a little bit Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing but i I don't know i i think it's kind of crazy to think that in all this fucking energy that we put out everything that every person does on this planet or in the universe or however you want to believe it, this plane of existence, you know, it's crazy to think that it just disappears. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that that's, it could even be like, um, if you get into like the past life thing, you know, like when we die here, we cease to exist on this plane of existence. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at least a portion of us does our, our physical body. But, you know, people talk about heaven and hell or, you know, Nirvana, just, all the religions that have ever existed have their own version of like, Oh, this, this is your big finale. Like this, this life doesn't matter. The next one is the one that matters, you Mm -hmm. know? So you got to do good in this one. It's a test to get to your final destination. And I don't think that it's crazy to think that we just move on from this point of existence and begin life in another, like, um, you know, in the, multitude of universes we are either born again as like a different person or we are general
0: reincarnation
1: right or i mean even even like a crazier version of that where um you either live your exact life over and you have different differences in your choices or um even you're not supposed to remember, right? And you're not supposed to remember it, right. but, you, just to remember, but to you remember a couple exactly, of things. Exactly, exactly. Oh, that kind of shit.
0: Like it's, or if, or if you're reincarnated into the other dimension and the world is similar, but but different. not similar enough, and just similar things happen. And
1: yeah, and similar things happen, and you're going, "Why do I remember this?" And I've had some pretty honestly. I want to hear some of your stories too, because I feel like everybody has had experiences like this before. Because every person I talk to. It, to about it are like oh yeah i've had shit like that when i was 14 i was in track and i remember having this dream it was probably like two or three days before a track meet and i remember having this dream where i went to this school that i'd never been to before and i don't remember the name of the school from the dream but it had a big metal gate like most you know high school stadiums do it's pretty fucking standard yeah and i met somebody in inside and it was this girl But in my dream, she had the most striking yellow eyes, like yellow, 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 like very, very, very pronounced yellow. It wasn't green. It wasn't, you know, brown or hazel or whatever. It was yellow. And I just remembered that in my head. And I was like, man, that's that was a fucking weird dream. Like, whatever. It's just about attract me. And I'm just reliving, you know, things that I've experienced. But then two or three days later, we pull up to this place and I'm like, this is familiar and i'm like yeah you're at a fucking high school you know you're you're at a fucking stadium yeah of course it's familiar it's gonna be a little familiar and no shit same exact thing fucking exact thing met this girl and she had i still have never seen anybody that had the same color eyes as her but they were yellow like, they were just bright, bright yellow. It was very, very weird. And I asked her about him. I was like, what is that? And she's like, ah, oh, it's like a genetic thing. But, you know, like, my eyes are fine. It's just, like, it's weird. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking bizarre. Of yeah yeah it's it's weird they look like you ever seen like a coyote's eyes yeah looked like a coyote's eyes shoot that's that's usually the eyes of a killer yeah dude that's what i'm fucking saying i I don't even know her name anymore i don't don't know i I tried to like pick up her number or something but i was a fucking loser so it's cool you were just (laughs) supposed
0: to meet that's it that's it
1: right right the dream was like no 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 no. don't do all that no 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 no
0: no 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 the dream prepared you for a better interaction but then Ah, but then i fucked it up yeah
1: i fucked it up bud
0: i fucked up No, uh, but I've had a lot of shit
1: like that. Like when my uncle died, I had a dream that my uncle died and then two days later he died Hmm. and that was pretty weird and it was very unexpected. He died of cardiac arrest. Like he, it just hit him very suddenly and uh, he was overweight, but he, he had never like shown many signs. Like he was Mm -hmm. on medication and he was doing all this stuff. he had had heart trouble in the past, but in my dream, it didn't really like specify how, It was just like, your uncle's going to die. And I was like, okay. Like, that was a weird dream, but whatever. And then two days later, my mom called me. Actually, the night that I got my first kiss, my mom called me during the movie. And then as I get out, I'm getting all these, like, condolence messages on Facebook. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then my mom's like, you need to fucking come home, like, right now. Like, uh, something's going on. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And she's like, your uncle fucking died tonight. Like, he's dead. I was like, are you fucking kidding me like that's damn it so weird yeah
0: have you ever had anything like that i'm sure that i have but i can't think of anything specifically i know that i've had stuff like that before i think a lot of people have mostly uh, minor things yeah for sure but enough to think okay that's
1: like that's fucking weird right
0: yeah yeah but i mean the deja vu that i had was you know i can't think of any any deja vu instances in the past because I just think about it and I just carry on because this is a little different because I'm telling you or I was telling you about it as it, as it happened. But just thinking about it, that 10 seconds, it was not exactly what you were saying, but it was the subject you were, you were talking about and what I was thinking in my head, the image that I have from my point of view of your eyes, the way that the shadow hits the top of your nose, the background behind you, all of that right there, just, just all of those few things just came into play and that's what sparked that. This is so familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And And that was it. Like nothing else around it before or after, but just that moment.
1: I, I think a lot of people experience that, but that it's, it's just really weird that it's always, it's hard to tell because our brains, like it, have you ever done, um, Oh, what is it called there? Okay. So there's this thing on YouTube, right? And it's, it's called like, uh, how to hallucinate, like, you know, without the use of
0: drugs or... Uh, I, think, yeah, I don't think I've seen that so or like, watched it, but I've, I know what you're talking about.
1: So, basically, what they what it does is it tells you, okay, you need to put on, like, the most noise canceling. Mm-hmm. It, it's basically, like, sensory deprivation, but it's a little different. So, basically, they have you put headphones on that are, like, as noise canceling as you can do, and you need to cut a ping pong ball in half and then put it over your eyes where where it's where the ping pong ball halves are laying over your eyes, you you do that, and it plays this video, and it's not really anything coherent. It, it's it's basically just red, like like it's like a red background, and it just kind of plays like white noise, mm-hmm. and um, it makes you hallucinate like vividly, and it's because they did a study. I think it was one of the Ivy League. It's always one of the Ivy League places, right? Yeah. Where basically, you know, not full sensory deprivation, but sensory deprivation that way with the red background and like the way that our brains comprehend the color red. Apparently it doesn't work on people that are colorblind Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of people that are colorblind have, have trouble recognizing the color red, but it does something to your brain in that particular medium with the ping pong balls and like the way it fills your vision that makes you hallucinate
0: vividly. So like so people, ping people pong balls are like white clearish. So I yeah. wonder if it's, if it's yeah. almost like, like it has to do with your like, eyes outside of your body, kind of uh, exact, you're bringing
1: in more. Exactly. Right? So it's, yeah. So it, it has something to do with that. It's just really interesting to me because yeah, like we can sit here all day and be like, Oh yeah, it's some like, Ethereal influence and like are all like connected. Oh, let me rub my nipples because I'm so fucking hippie hippie. like <laughs> that, Oh my god, that could be <laughs> it or, or
0: the whatever Whatever fires in your brain when you remember something or whatever that is right. It could just be a misfire and you're confusing what's happening with some sort of with brain some sort of memory going on in your head
1: Well, and that's the thing too is people do this thing I think it's called projected memory where basically you remember something but you completely have convinced yourself that the details were either slightly or completely different. Yeah, yeah. And I can be like, oh, yeah, when I was five years old, this fireman came into my house randomly, and he, like, fucking punched my dad in the face, and then he, like, ran out the front door. If I said that enough, or if I truly thought about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I do. Oh, shit. Yeah, I I remember that.
0: Yeah. You know, and then it becomes a memory. No, we were at so-and-so's house and dad punched him or or, the other way around. Exactly.
1: And then, and then you're like projecting this memory onto basically like creating a memory either from nothing or creating a memory that is inaccurate from something that actually happened. We have missing pieces. Exactly. And so you're filling it in. You're like, somebody's like, Oh, well maybe, you know, Oh, do you remember his hands were dry? you're thinking about his hands and your brain is thinking on in a, like a microsecond. Oh, I don't remember seeing his hands. And then you're thinking in your brain and you're imagining somebody with dry hands and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He told, yeah, he totally had dry hands. I remember that. You know, it's, yeah. it's really interesting how all that kind of just suggestion works. Yeah.
0: Right. The little details. That's how I remember a lot of shit is just the small details. I can't remember. I can remember maybe something around a moment, but if you give me one detail, it's like, wow, it's like turning the light on in a room. I can see everything now.
1: I think that's also like a really funny thing. Um, Women like to bring it up a lot. I'm sure Chantelle has brought it up to you. She knows how my memory is. Oh, so like,
0: I feel sorry for her because her mom's memory is not well. Mine is not that great, or at least I don't do a good job at training myself or right. keeping it up. So she's around two people that she talks to all the time that don't remember anything she says. Well,
1: I just, I just think it's wild because like you'll, she'll, you've probably had this exact situation. And I don't know if it's just. It, I think it's just being in a relationship with somebody. Period. It doesn't really matter if you're male, female, whatever. But like for some reason, males remember just the weirdest shit. Like you'll, you'll bend down in the morning to like pick up a sock and you'll see like a vial of nail polish. It's laying right by the dresser. You go on with the rest of your day and you're like, whatever. And then Chantel comes to you and she's like, Hey, have you seen that vial of, nail polish and you're like oh yeah it's right there on the floor exactly like in the corner right right there and she's like what the fuck how did you know that yeah. <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> you can't find anything <laughs> and you can't, yourself <laughs> right you're, you're like you're like where the fuck are my car keys and she's like they're on the fucking counter right there what right. the hell is wrong with you <laughs> yeah <Yep. laughs> it's just funny what our brain like Grasps onto and like we don't uh, even have a second thought. Memory more yeah. so because I feel like that's how I am. Oh, uh, dude, I'm like that all the time. Actually,
0: you know what? One of the drummers that used to play with with us forever ago, my first band, a long time ago, he was he was much younger than us. I think he was 13 at the time. Oh God! Wow. And we, we were 17, 18. I, I don't even know. Totally forgot what age we were. Anyway, he he come to practice. It was my grandma's house. And we practiced out in the back. It was like this garage kind of shed thing we had back there. So I remember later in the day, he did this several times. I think to at another place as well. But he would call me later that night and said, "Hey, why does that one piece of furniture have nine ball things on it? Why is it? Why doesn't it have ten? It's kind of weird, right? What the fuck that's are you fucking, talking about? What? <laughs> I'd have to go back and look at the furniture." The piece of furniture he's talking about yeah there's nine little balls and it is kind of fucking weird that there's not 10 but it's also weird that you call me and ask me that like he did that with a couple of different things and he said that he had a really good photographic memory huh
1: that's so weird
0: but i don't know if it was just him like if it was just like a fun game where he tries to remember one specific thing and then bring it up later <laughs> it could be i mean very well it could be I,
1: I know people that like to fuck with people in that way like i had a friend that he ended up like dropping out of school because he was like too smart for our classes. Like he, he's, he has a double masters in, in chemistry and physics, like theoretical physics. He's fucking smart as hell. Yeah. Um, but sounds like the wife is home. Oh yeah. He used to fuck with us all the time. I like, he would like kind of manipulate us because we were at like a different kind of level than him. Yeah. Like we were like 12, 13 and he used to tell us shit and we would take him for serious and he'd just be like, no No, that's not the way it works or you tell us like uh oh man i can't figure out this rubik's cube and we'd be like okay bro like we'll, we'll fucking figure it out we'll help you bro and so like we're fucking with this Rubik's Cube and he's like oh wait hold on and he'll, he'd will he like grab it and then he'd like solve it <laughs> just like like fucking 20 seconds this motherfucker would solve it and he'd be like oh yeah I forgot and we'd be like fuck I you. forgot I know how to do it <laughs> I forgot I know how to do it perfectly even what though you guys just fucked with it like yeah weird flex but okay <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> let's do I, the one second answer to a one second question oh dude I'm are excited you, are you familiar with this
1: dude yes this of course super I've listened I've listened to almost 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 every episode. So, awesome. Thank you yeah. for your time. For sure. No, I follow you on Spotify and shit too. And that's you nice. Know, Thank you. I've given you a review. It's, yeah,
0: man. I didn't see it. I do my thing. I haven't opened Spotify in a month. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> could, could be
1: good. Could be good. It you might be, be. Getting, Hey, I, you never, might be getting
0: money. I've never used Spotify for anything ever. Yeah. Um, I only opened up an account thing to link it up right. that way. So I'm not really familiar with Spotify land. But yeah, I'm glad you said that because it reminded me I need to check that out, (laughs) see what's going on. Okay, let's get it going.
1: Okay, 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 okay. okay.
0: Dog or cat? Dog. Shrimp or whale? Shrimp. Laying in bed or laying on the beach? Ooh, the beach. Angelina Jolie or Scarlett Johansson?
1: I gotta go ScarJo.
0: Me too. (laughs) Past or Future. Future. Beer or liquor?
1: Mmm, liquor.
0: Basketball or soccer? Basket. Under or over? Under. (laughs) I I like that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Playing live or watching your favorite band? Playing live. Bread or toast? Toast. Tattoo or piercing? Tattoo cold or hot cold indoors or outdoors outdoors Les Paul or Stratocaster
1: oh neither uh,
0: strat- <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. Stratocaster <laughs> <laughs> all right last one heads or tails heads you got it fuck yeah seriously I think it's the last five oh,
1: dude you didn't ask me about blade about blade you didn't, you didn't ask me about blade, <laughs> blade I was, one or blade two I, I was gonna i was gonna answer it with with uh, the fucking with the last line in blade one where he's like some motherfuckers still trying to ice skate uphill
0: <laughs> but you didn't do I it just like the damn I, it if i did i would have <laughs> asked you the second or third one with brian reynolds hell yeah
1: hell yeah, <laughs> yeah See, that was a good one that was
0: pretty so, one thing I want to incorporate, which I did in the last one, was asking about one of these things, okay. since there's no context. I'm yeah. curious to know where your head was at when okay. I asked. So, what did you think of when I said hot or cold, or cold or hot, actually? Um,
1: general temperature, I am a very hot-natured person, so yeah. I prefer things cold. I prefer my climate cold. I prefer, um my drinks normally cold although i don't like ice very much okay um i cold is just presents more comfort to me personally i guess i would much rather jump into a lake and it be cold than like hot you know what i mean i guess just in general
0: i don't know man i don't want to jump in a hot ass lake right but, but at the same time I would think that would be similar to a shower. I mean, what do right. you do you, like hot showers or? I mean, it's shocking. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll take I'll take warm showers. But if it's the middle of the summer and it's like 110 outside, fuck yeah, I'll take a cold shower. I don't care. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I will after I've done some yard work or something. Yeah. If I if I'm overheated, yes, I would definitely. Yeah. Maybe not the entire shower, but I'm gonna start with some cold water and get. I just
1: live in that state. I'm just constantly <laughs> overheated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm
0: just constantly like
1: I'm I'm constantly running a temperature. I'm not actually no. You know I've been saying that for years because I used to check my temperature every once in a while and it'd be like damn I'm like ninety eight point eight or like ninety nine yeah. point yeah. zero and I'm like technically low grade fever yeah. But I've been checking it lately and it's been actually a little low, which mm. is weird. Um, but
0: you're Could, too cold man
1: maybe i don't know i've i've lost a lot of weight so like that's that's probably has that's, something to yeah do with it. right, <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely i'm sure that will well, 60 pounds will do that so it's
0: 60 long. pounds huh yeah i'm how drinking long?
1: this bullshit this oh. has, you know you know how much you're sugar are trying to get this it, back. it? <laughs> you know how much sugar this has in it 56 dude way more 65 oh! 65 oh! and it's all fructose baby lordy so how long maybe. did that, that
0: take you this no not not the 65 (laughs) grams
1: oh how long did it take me to lose it um i think i got to my goal weight i started in november of 2018 and i got to my goal weight in june of
0: 2019
1: okay so like november december january february march april may june so like seven months nice like six months, months that's good yeah i just got really good about going to the gym Got really good about eating a lot better. Yeah. I don't normally drink these, but I saw this targetedadswork.com. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I saw this on Facebook earlier, and I was like, all right, all right, all right. I know that you can't see it, people uh, that are listening to this, but it's a Dr Pepper and cream soda. And I was like, that sounds good. I like cream soda and Dr Pepper both. Did you see how much was in here when I came in? It was like about halfway full. That half before I got here probably took me like a good like forty-five to an hour just because it. It's fucking yeah. brutal when you don't put... Ram this much sugar in your body all the time. It's, yeah. it's fucking rough. It can be <laughs>
0: intense. I guess I did in high school. Not all day long, but I mean... Have one for lunch. Maybe have one later in the day or something. But I don't think that I just kept drinking a bunch of sodas. No. You know, the thing is, is we've, we've swapped a lot of soda drinking for energy drinking. Oh, dude. So that, that takes away from the soda, but you're also putting in all I'm sorts of other bullshit worse. in your body. But I think that's the reason why I probably haven't had soda i think i probably switched to monster at some point maybe i and that's what i did
1: i used to do monster but it's not crack like enough for me i think it totally was for me because
0: (laughs) not cracking like a sense of getting energy no i would just drink it because i'm convincing myself that i'm going to be more productive if i drink this and it tastes like asshole and i don't really like it but if i see that logo give it to me i want to drink it and it doesn't do shit for me so i finally stopped doing that Still drink energy drinks every now and then, but I've I've this month, this month and the half of last month, actually most of last month have been pretty non uh, energy drink ish. I've had a couple of Red Bulls this week, but I think I treat Red Bulls more than any other energy drink besides maybe Monster. I think I treat Red Bulls as like a soda. No, I don't get energy. What's every
1: time I get I. And I think it's funny that I mentioned this because I was, maybe it was one of your shows. I don't, maybe I was listening to your show, but y'all were talking about Jaeger bombs and oh, like, yeah. Yeah. that's the only time I drink Red Bull is when right. it's my, it's my show drink. So after we play our set, I always have, I have like a ritual and I nice. buy, I buy a, um, it's like a single shot of Jager mixed, like topped with Red Bull. Nice. As, like, a drink so instead
0: you're, of, like, yeah. a bomb. That's why when, when I have parties and stuff or go to parties, that's what that would be my drink. It was I just love like that shit. It's either, so either mixing a Monster or mixing Red Bull with Jaeger and just, just making a drink. Yeah,
1: I've definitely done Monster before, too, and that's pretty tasty. Yeah. But I, I fucking love Jaeger. I love Jaeger so much. Fuck.
0: I can't say that I still do, <sighs> but I haven't had it in such a long time. See, every, everybody has that I bad experience with Jaeger. <laughs> I have not.
1: <laughs> oh, you haven't? No. See, I have, and I still love it. I, I've had that experience. Like, yeah. I drank a liter of Jaeger one time, and that was that was a lot.
0: <laughs> My old buddy, pal Bentley, did that. I don't know what size bottle that was. I don't know if I've told that story on here before, but we had a show, and afterwards we're at a hotel. Everybody's passed out. There's like several people in there, and we're the only two people up. And he's got a like a it's got to be like middle sized bottle, and there's three quarters of it left. Hey, you dare me to finish this?
1: Oh, my God. He did it no. all at
0: once? No, I don't dare you. You've already had too much to drink. It's time to go to bed, and you're just going to throw it up anyway. Right. And then before I can even finish the sentence, he's already bottoms up. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> See, I, I did it over and the And then span. straight to the bathroom. <laughs> I did probably... I did it probably over like two hours, three yeah. hours, which is, I mean, that's way too much liquor, dog. It's a lot. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a, a lot, lot of fucking liquor. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's, it was something. I, I just remember my girlfriend at the time being like, hey man, are you good? Like coming in the bathroom. I'm like, yeah, I'm just vomiting. It's not a big deal. She's like, Okay love you i'm like okay i love you too i love you girl. and then she like fucking like later on in the night she's like hey you wanna you know and i'm just like listen here you beautiful bitch you're i am fucked <laughs> like there is no way that i am about to mount you as it were <laughs> like, it's not fucking happening <laughs> just like roll over on top honest to god i was like no. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> thank Appreciate you. it. Love you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Don't touch me. Okay. <laughs> sure. That went over really well. But thank you. But no, <laughs> I'm a good, I'm a good. Thank you. But no guy. I I really am. It's, it's a, uh, it's something male or female. I'm just like, no, no, oh, thanks. I'm good. Thank but you. No. Appreciate
0: it. <laughs> so with the episode with Ron, mm-hmm. you said that some stuff was heavy in there.
1: Oh, dude, when what he started was, talking about, like, when he was writing all the people that he served with in Afghanistan, mm, like, he was okay. writing their names and stuff, and he started talking about that guy that, it was about when that guy kept saying that he was, like, a was, lieutenant, yeah, right. and, like, that fucked me up. I was like, oh, that was, dude, that that that's tough, fucking sad, man. Yeah. But, I, I mean, that's... I can't imagine experiencing dude, that firsthand. No. No fucking way. That's just, I'm too emotional of a person. Shit like that affects me, like, yeah. really, really heavy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The reason I asked, I didn't know if it was about the depression thing, but that's one thing I'm asking everybody oh, if you had any experience please. with depression or advice or insight or anything.
1: Uh, first and foremost, I actually had this discussion with somebody when I was very, very drunk this week, which is something that I'm still, I go out of town once a year, pretty much to Austin to see one of my buddies. And that's our thing. Like we day drink and then by the end of the night, we're just like fucking blitzed. Yeah. And, you know, we take Ubers and he, he lives close enough to everything in Austin. We pretty much walk. So we did that. And I was talking to somebody and he was, he's a younger guy. He's probably like 21. And he's like, man, you know, sometimes I just don't really know what to do. I don't know where I'm going and like all this shit. And I'm like, have you talked to somebody? No, man, I I haven't ever, you know, sat down with somebody and did like therapy or anything. I'm like, it, just go fucking talk to somebody. I was like talk to somebody over the phone. There are all sorts of resources now. And I know it's really hard to get that first step, yeah. but if I can implore anyone anything about mental health, get some fucking help. Just and, and like I don't mean that in like a mean way. I didn't mean to like throw the fuck in there. It's just how I talk. But for real, like get help yeah. because it's it's nothing to be ashamed of. And people, especially males, are just like, "Oh, well, you know, I don't want to fucking, you know, cry to somebody about my, my feelings. And like, I just need to, just need to pull myself up by my bootstraps and fucking get over it. It doesn't work that way, dog. It it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And like, um, it took me going to an outpatient program to even realize half of what was wrong with me and I'm still ever evolving, you know? And I learned a lot of stuff there that is irreplaceable, you know? Like the whole Straight to anger thing. I used to have a pretty severe like anger issue. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, I was never a fighter, yeah, but I would like destroy phones or I would, you know, like yell, kick a wall, or punch something, you know, inanimate. I've never like hurt somebody as a result of me being angry, yeah, besides verbally. I will be the first to tell you that I have in the past abused people in that way, verbally and used some stuff against them that I shouldn't have and I can say all day like oh yeah I was young you know like I didn't know and all this shit but it's it's inexcusable it, it doesn't matter if you're young or old or if you're ignorant or whatever it it wasn't it wasn't right of me to do period yeah and I have to kind of live with that fact and I have to kind of observe that that's who I was and that's not who I want to be sure and constantly work on myself in that way yeah it was kind of around the time that I was doing the outpatient program that I really realized that it was something simple, but I had never really thought about. I think that's the cool thing about therapy, too, is that it seems like very simple concepts, but they explain it in a way that maybe you haven't really thought about. Yeah. Um, like, for example, the whole anger thing. Like, I went because I was having all these outbursts, and then also I was, like, suicidal. And I felt trapped and I felt like I couldn't go anywhere and I felt like my life wasn't going anywhere and I just was not having a good time in general. And basically one thing that like my aha, you know, like, Oh, holy shit. Like, wow. That makes so much sense was when my therapist was like, so when do you get angry? You know, random times, you know, it could be something as simple as like, uh, I don't know, my phone not working correctly. And I'll, I like, I had just like a couple months prior, like, chucked my phone into a fucking wall and it like shattered it to pieces. I like put clear tape over it and I was just kind of living with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was, I was like, well, I'm, I'm an idiot and that's how I'm going to live you with it. You deserve
0: to live that way because of your. Exactly. Yeah. This so, is like, all very familiar to me. So, so yeah.
1: So she sat me down and she was like, well, listen, like, I'm going to be real with you because that's the thing about therapists too is that. They're really awesome because they don't bullshit you. You know what I mean? Like they... Or hopefully not. Well, hopefully. If, if it's a good therapist, they're not bullshitting you. So different people require different treatment. Like for, mm-hmm. for me, it was easy for her to be real with me. But if someone a little more volatile or someone in a, in a worse, you know, like mental capacity or a different mental capacity, not maybe worse, but, you know, just different, yeah. need to be approached differently, sure. then she... Hopefully discerns that, you know, and realizes that if you talk to somebody like that, that's in a, you know, different mental state, you may not reach out. You may not break through to them the same way that she would break out to me by being being like that. Yeah. But she basically was like, did your dad do that? And I was like, what do you mean? Did your dad like, you know, he got mad. Does he have these outbursts? And I'm like, well, yeah. She said, how long has that been going on? I said, I mean, my whole life forever. And she's like, "Okay, well, listen. For, for example, your phone, you were frustrated, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay. Do frustrated and angry, if you looked it up in the dictionary, are those two words the exact same definition? And I'm like, well, probably not. You know, it's probably like a slight variation. She's like, okay. So when you get stressed out, do stress and anger mean the same thing to you? And I'm like, well, not really. No, because obviously like stress and anger are two different things. And she's like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. She said, men have this tendency to think that any emotion besides anger is weak. And any emotion besides anger is not acceptable for them to have. So when men are sad or when men are stressed or when men are hurting for something they tend to turn that into just straight to anger because they've been told their entire life, their entire existence and through learned behavior that that is okay. And that's the only thing that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so you, so you get these guys that go out here and they're like, man, my mom's in the fucking hospital. Like I feel i I'm feeling really like vulnerable right now and I'm feeling, but no, that's, that's pussy shit. Like I, I don't need to feel vulnerable. I don't need to feel this way. So I'm going to go to the bar and I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy because he looked at me wrong. You know what I mean? It's because that's acceptable. And it's not really even a thing that you you don't have that thought process when you're in that position. Like me being firsthand in that position, that's not the thought process that I had. You know, I was just like, Oh, I'm fucking mad. Cause yeah, you're I'm fucking s- mad. You're I-
0: not sad because this happened. You know, it's, it turns into anger. Just like you said, it, like, exactly. instead of being sad, your mom's in the hospital, you're mad that she's in the hospital. Right. And I, I get that. I don't, for me personally, I don't think it's because I think anything else is weak. I don't, I'll cry in front of somebody. I don't give a shit, but it's, it is, I think that has something to do with some sort of uh, well, and, and it's, processing. It's word. just the
1: idea. Yeah. It, it's more like that's what you learned was acceptable through mm-hmm. other, like, and it's or not normal. like, right. It's It's not like your parents sat you down and was like, listen, Rusty, like, when you feel any emotion, <laughs> you know, <laughs> other than anger, you're angry. Okay. Be it's, angry. it's just something that, that happened over time. And it's not just parents, it's everybody that's ever surrounded us in mm-hmm. our whole lives. Every guy that you, grew up with every and it, and it's pretty much it's almost exclusive to males but i don't want to say that because i have had female influence in my life that pretty much told me the same thing like stop being a girl like yeah. you know fucking stop and that's yeah. you know
0: some people call that tough love
1: right and it's it doesn't really do anything for anybody mm-hmm
0: For really, most people. For most people, at least in the long run, maybe at the in the moment you can get over it, but then you think about it later and like, well, maybe that wasn't the best way to go about that. I think there's a
1: difference between tough love and like actual constructive, I guess constructive forced realization. You know, like it's not like instead of telling somebody, "Hey, you're a piece of shit because you do heroin and you're fucking strung out," and you being like, "Listen, guy, you're addicted to something." It's messing with your mind. If you want to get better, just get better. You know what I mean? Like, like go out, take the steps. I will help you. You know, I will help you do whatever I can to help you get out of that situation mm-hmm. that I can, possibly. And, and ultimately, that person has to make that choice. But yeah. I think that's a lot better. Like, coming at people, I mean, it's honey versus vinegar. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just ostracize somebody and expect them to react in any way besides, like, yeah. to get away from
0: you. It's you can you can yell at stuff all you want to, but I mean, I just learn over and over and over again. Being in construction, I'm around angry men all the time. Oh yeah. And the thing is, is I can become that angry man in a snap of a finger. Oh same. but, But the thing is, that the difference that I have now, which is a difference from me five years ago and more, versus some people that still haven't got it yet, is do you want to stay angry, or are you going to let this affect the entire rest of your day, even the next couple of days, because you're still frustrated about this one thing. I, I had an interaction with somebody at work a couple of weeks ago and we got in a little shouting match over the phone, not even a shouting match. It was just like, I'm not going to do that. Okay, well, this is how it needs to be done. Well, I'm not going to do it that way, kind of a, a situation. You know, right. like, well, I've been doing this for a long time. I, I don't care how long you've been doing it. I don't think it's the right way. And this is this is inefficient in my eyes. And then they go straight to I'm going to call your boss. So fucking call the boss. He's going to chew your ass out for bugging him. But I think I'm coming from a place that has reason and you are just flexing right now. And that's, that was the difference. Anyway, that dude walked around and avoided me. I still haven't talked to him. And this was, this was weeks ago. I mean, he's, he's, he's like said, you know, hello after I say something, but it's a, it's like a completely different person. Yeah. That was one interaction. And, I mean, maybe he had uh, similar stuff happen that day, like a whole uh, mess of other things that pissed him off, and he just stayed that way. But I mean, to just to be that upset and stay that upset. Now, looking at other people doing that, knowing that I used to do that too, it's it's kind of sad, and I, I hate that people have to do that. I wish I could go up to him and be like, "Look, dude, shake my hand," or you know, like just everything's gonna be okay. You know, I, I wasn't trying to piss you off or trying to just not do what you're telling me. I'm, tr- I'm trying to talk to you and then you blow up and then tell me you're going to call my boss. You know, and that's I just don't see how that's productive at no. all. And, you know, and walking around with that anger, you what, what you're doing is you're just spreading it around to everybody else anyway, because you're pissed off and you're going to piss somebody else off and they're going to piss somebody else off and everybody's fucking pissed off all day long. And it's just—it's a waste for everybody.
1: It is. It's—it's it's a waste of energy, and it's a waste of—it's a waste of your time. Yes. I mean, because what, ultimately, like, what is that going to do? You know, for from his perspective, or from your, like, if you had held on to it, you know, like, what, yeah, what would that do? Honestly, like, what, what would it do? You guys would avoid each other indefinitely.
0: Yeah. What, what am I going to change the conversation we had right three days ago?
1: No, you can't. <laughs> and and that's, I don't know. And and yeah, you you need to. I like what what you brought up about, you know, you don't know what kind of day he was having. You don't know what kind of shit is going on, you know. And and I think that you should definitely take that kind of thing into consideration. Mm -hmm. But you also, you can't let people walk around on you because of that. Yeah. Pick your battles. Yeah. Because some of them just aren't worth it. And I'm a big proponent of just be kind to people in general. Mm -hmm. And if being kind to somebody means letting them think something that's wrong because they're going to just fight you on it.
0: Yeah, now it's not the right let time him to be correct wrong. them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Let them be wrong. And 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 it that's something that I constantly work on. Um because I've always been that guy that's like, "No motherfucker, I know. I know yeah. that this is the way that this is, but it at the end of the day, it just kind of makes me look like a dick and it also especially if you're wrong. Right. <laughs> oh, dude, and I've been wrong. Oh my fuck, dude. Like I I'm wrong constantly. You know what I mean? And I'm just now at 25 coming to terms with like, dude, you're kind of full of shit. But then other times, you know, shit that I don't even know where the fuck you got that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm just like, how did I know that? <laughs> and then, yeah.
0: But I do. And see if you've made that much progress or, you know, realization at 25, I didn't make that until like 33 ish, maybe somewhere right after 30. But I mean, it was, it was a gradual process. Still working on it. But it's just it fucking it's been hurts. More, more apparent.
1: It's, it's one of the harshest truths, man. Like it, there, there are a lot of them. There are a lot of harsh truths, but that is one of the hardest is mm-hmm. like being able to see, I guess, kind of from a third person perspective and being able to be like, I was wrong. Like I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard as shit. Yeah, Cause you don't want to be hard, wrong.
0: It's hard to, to word that, you know, like, man, I messed up. You know, sometimes it's easy to say that depending on the situation, if, right. it's, if it's big, like man, I fucked that. Up. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how I messed that up. You know, right. I, I just fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes there's just isn't a word or words for the situation. It's just I made a mistake. You know, yeah. And, and it's not that I don't want to get scolded for it. It's just I I don't need to be scolded. I know that I fucked up, and uh, we need to fix this. Well, it's that's my,
1: that's part of growing. Yeah, like that. That's that right there is part of growing because at least you're acknowledging it. Mm -hmm. Like when, when I was 18 years old, I didn't acknowledge that shit. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not fucking wrong. Even if I am, whatever. Or
0: if I am, then Eh, then we don't don't have to talk about about it. it.
1: Exactly. Like, and that's, that's the state of mind I was in for a long time.
0: But if somebody else is wrong, you're going to let their ass know. And see,
1: and see, I, that was another thing is like, once I came, that was another struggle with me is just like, oh, I know this motherfucker's wrong. Oh, I know this motherfucker's wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, Letting shit like that go, because ultimately it doesn't fucking matter, is, I think, even something just as simple as, like, for example, like, what was it? It was something, like, very, very trivial. Like, it was, like, when did this band start? And I knew for a fact that they were saying, like, we were talking about Killswitch Engage and some other, like, metalcore band, and I knew for a fact, because I used to be obsessed with Killswitch Engage, that was one of my first, like, quote-unquote extreme bands that I listened to, you know, past pantera metallica and shit like that was the first like screaming you know kind of like metalcore type shit um so i knew a lot about them and i knew a lot of their history and she was trying to tell me that this other band predated them because they started in like 2005 and i was like i know that's bullshit because their first record came out in 2001 but i okay this is a person that like thinks this and they probably don't even know Mm -hmm. and also why the fuck does it matter (laughs) yeah and then and then also like why are you even going to try to argue with this person because they're just going to argue with you until they get mad yeah just let it go and so that that's a big thing to do like it seems so minuscule when you say it out loud like that but in the moment when you're like you've spent your whole life like wanting to be fucking right because who the fuck doesn't want to be right like raise your hand if you don't want to be right all the time you know what i mean like (laughs) Like, you motherfuckers that are listening out there, I know you want to be right. I, yep. n- I know you want to be Everybody right. Everybody
0: wants to be right.
1: You're not. You're not always right. Just the same as Joe Schlo is not always right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, it that step right there is huge. Being able to just be like, meh, whatever. They're wrong, but, you know. Yeah. And you just let it go.
0: Yeah. I didn't do that yesterday when I posted that coronavirus thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like somebody that I know I used to jam or we played shows with it's an interesting situation. Somebody that I recently deleted off Facebook. I mentioned that in a podcast a few podcasts ago him and the guy that commented yesterday. You know who you are. Whenever I see a notification from them on Facebook, it makes me feel a certain way. I don't even know what they said yet, but I know what type of situations they comment on and right. what what they bring to the table and maybe it was me that was overreacting yesterday, but I had that feeling and I got the impression that it was like, why are you saying that? That's not right. Or, you know, are you saying to do this? Because other people are saying to do this. And it was just, it's always conflicting with that person. And I haven't deleted him yet, but it made me realize, you know, like why, why, why wouldn't I, if you only comment on stuff to tell me that you think differently, and try to make it seem kind of like, well, that's just telling you the facts, you know, and right. throwing your hands up. If it's always like that, I I don't I don't like that. Can we be friends and like talk about other shit, like each other's stuff at least, or are we just gonna battle every time we have an interaction on Facebook? So people like anyway people I,
1: like to be right, and I think social media has kind of ruined that aspect of actual, not just deflecting, you mm-hmm. know, because normally it's the Deflect T wait. Yeah, normally it's the deflect E that normally the person that is being deflected upon like they just kind of let go of the reins and say it's kind of like when when people don't believe in certain sects of science. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They're like, oh, well, you know, whatever they they don't want to explain it. They want to give you one reason. That's it. And it's usually like, oh, no, there's no way that the earth is 3 million years old. And you're like, well, how how do you know? And they're like, well, this article, because God made it, uh, and and you're like, well, well how there. how what what's the basis for that? The Bible, okay, all right. Is there anything? Nope. God made it. Okay, okay, I'm right. You're wrong. You is, know, this is what I believe. It's that's a closed loop. That's exactly, and and I mean, that's what people do on social media constantly, and that's why I don't. A lot of times, I avoid, and I hate this about myself because I really do care, um, about my like personal political spectrum and i do care about um the good of or or at least what i see of the good of our country and of our world and that kind of thing but like i avoid political posts a lot of times mm-hmm. because half of them are misinformation i have to go back and be like that sounds too easy on both sides i'm not talking about just like right wing stuff i'm talking about left wing stuff too sometimes it's like that's way too fucking easy yeah. To just be like, oh, yeah, that's the fact. Like, oh, that, that's what fucking happened. You know, right. it, if somebody it kills me,
0: somebody posts something that you think, oh, my God, that's not OK. They're obviously misinformed. But I don't even I don't even like I just keep scrolling. i do not it's even so. It's so hard to my discern,
1: time. though, especially if you agree with the viewpoint. It's, yeah. it's so hard. And I can see where a lot of people, especially people that are older don't even want to do the research. They just take it for, like, that, is fact. that is fact. They're asking individuals. Well, yeah. Or they're asking, you know? like,
0: do you think this is real? And they're going by that person's exactly. opinion. And exactly. they, they and walk they around it as, as fact.
1: fact. That's it. That's it. And it's done. And, you know, even stuff that I agree with that I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that makes so much sense. Like, they suck and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I can't, read, I can't just take that read, for what well, it is. Yeah,
0: read more comments around right. it that are opposite and you – man, and I'm, then I'm I'm done like <sighs> I've done that. I've done that where I, I, there's several times that I have, I have read through a comment section on a post and I initially started with a certain thought pattern of, I think this is accurate. This is a great position. This is a great argument. Right. Perfect. You know, and then three comments down, somebody has an extremely well worded rebuttal. Right. And I think, fuck, that sounds like a better well, that, argument and then i walk away with like i still don't know <laughs> that
1: well and and that's that's the thing about politics and religion and everything else is there i think a lot of people want to see everything in black and white and there is no such thing as black and white no you you can't everything every everything is a gray
0: area we're so beyond textbook life at this point that's what, what i'm just saying too like many there, different variables. there's no
1: you can, you can't just go into something like oh i'm right that's it that's the only viewpoint that i'll ever have i am so fucking right i'm so black i'm so white it, it just sucks to see people think like that yeah like like i have a i have a really close friend that posted something the other day that i was just like guy i fucking love you like this is a dude that would give you literally would give you the shirt off his back mm-hmm. but that was a fucking trash opinion like that I, i'm like bro like no that's not how that fucking works like yeah. I, I don't think you understand that that's not how that works and i want to go and explain it to him but i know from his personality that if i said something to him we're pretty good friends so he wouldn't be like oh well fuck you and not yeah. not, not want to talk to me but it would definitely take put a dent in our relationship yeah whether he's wrong or i'm right or vice versa you know it's that's just how it would be
0: yeah and that's one of those situations where you you know the person a certain way you want to approach it accordingly right. whether it's like look i don't want to make things weird and i battled myself whether I should bring this up or not. And I feel like I should. And you know, if you, if it upsets you, I'm sorry, but you know, it just keeps bouncing around in my head. And I just wanted to say it. Right. If if you can't accept that as like a respectful approach to, I think you're a little misguided with this certain thing. And maybe you don't need the person in your life. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's the truth. I had this guy um, that I
1: met over the summer and we, my uncle does this thing called dog dogs. Basically, he's trained his dogs to like retrieve this thing, and they jump off a big platform into the water, and they like oh, okay. measure how long. It's it's really fucking cool. It's cool. Yeah. So I met this guy. He seems like a nice guy. We had some beers. He got kind of drunk. Seemed like a decently like fun guy. And then he's like, he's telling me that he's like a libertarian and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. You know, like whatever you prefer, man. Like that's your thing. And like I don't want to talk about it, but because I just met you. But yeah. like you know. And he's like, man, I feel like you're libertarian. I'm like yeah, man, like, minus the racism. He's like, what? And I'm like, nothing, man. So, like, (laughs) so so he starts fucking, you know, he starts popping off on Facebook and stuff, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to unfollow him, you know, whatever. Like, he still made my friend. I posted something, probably the last, like, semi-political post that I made that I thought everybody could kind of agree with because I don't, like, it doesn't matter if you're, mostly it it usually doesn't matter which side you're on on the political spectrum like where you are on it normally nazism is viewed as bad right mm-hmm. like <laughs> what the nazis did was bad right <laughs> so i posted this thing and it was more of like a meme than anything else but it it said the only platform that nazis should have to stand on and it had a like a picture of the gallows right you know what i mean and I, it was just more of a thing like i'm fucking I'm fucking a person of color. You know, like I fuck fuck Nazis. Honestly, like f- if this offends anybody, I'm so sorry, but not really. Fuck you if you're a Nazi. For real, fuck you. And uh but like he like commented on it. Well, I didn't realize you had this stance. And I'm like, "What that Nazis are bad?" No, I mean like you know, it's it's a slippery slope. And I'm like, what fucking slope are we on where, like, being a Nazi is cool? Like, yeah, I mean, they have shit all over the internet. I think mm-hmm. that's also... I can see where you would say it's a slippery slope because it always starts with the duh people, you know, like, taking Nazi shit down is, like, a duh thing. Like, yeah, of course yeah. you should. But at the same time, with the internet supposedly being, like, an open forum and having net neutrality and doing all that shit, it can be a slippery slope because if they if they censor those people... Who are they going to censor next? You
0: mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like,
1: yep. are, are they going to just keep censoring until we're like North Korea and we can only see propaganda on our version of the internet? Yeah. We don't know. But I just thought that was a really silly stance <laughs> on that particular issue. If it had been like any other group, like if I was like, yeah, fuck people that are all right or like, yeah, fuck people, which most of them are neo-Nazis too. Also, fuck you. Uh, but, <laughs> but like, you know, not all of them are and that's fine. And I'm sorry if that offends anybody that listens to this but like you know you've got to acknowledge if you are under that you know there are certain people that are white supremacists and you're gonna get that in any group Mm -hmm. the i just thought that was a really silly one to choose because it's like this guy that you're talking about like he just wants to argue for argument's sake and i'm like bud that's what it feels like 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 are you defending nazis right now like Mm -hmm. is that what we're doing like if i had posted something like oh yeah you know Trump bad, me good, you know, like, the standard quelt and he had argued with it, I would have been like, okay, that's fine, argue with that. But, like, the fact that he wanted to sit there and argue to me whether censoring Nazis is, like, bad or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Why are we wasting this time? Why? Yeah, like,
1: are you defending Nazism? He's like, well, no, but, like, I stand by my ideals. And I'm like, yeah, but are you a nazi <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean literally like are you for fucking real like the one th- the one post you choose is like oh yeah
0: yeah if, if you're gonna argue <laughs> morals well you shouldn't promote killing people in general right. that's one right. thing but if and, it's and just
1: he didn't even mention that
0: right that's like yeah
1: it's just like yes i realize two wrongs don't make a right but, but like fuck nazis dude fuck yeah, them yeah Honestly, I think most people can agree with that.
0: I would say most people would would <laughs> I'm just agree saying. with that. If not, you're bold.
1: It's truly
0: um, one thing that stuck out that you said that I have to ask you what you meant was racism. Yes, with libertarianism, it that blows my mind a little bit because when I think of libertarian, I think of Ron Paul, and to say racist and Ron yeah. Paul it sounds
1: no, it's it sounds it crazy. sounds like yeah, it sounds like completely. It's just. You have those people in every group, right? And it it it's especially, and I'm not saying that it's not. Honestly, there there even are groups on the left that consider themselves, you know, like white supremacist groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess where I'm getting that is that it it depends on the people. I probably shouldn't have lumped everybody into that group. Yeah, that's the because, only reason I said that. Is... Well, and and I appreciate you bringing it up because it it. Probably is something that I should touch back on because I would like a lot of, uh, not a lot. Some of the things that libertarian people see as like their ideals, like government overreach, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, right to bear arms, right? Basically, like a lot of libertarians are for the legalization of marijuana and they're for, you know, different stuff like that. And it's stuff to me that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And actually, it has libertarians, a lot of them kind of line up with like leftist ideas mm-hmm. but at the same time you've got this whole sect of libertarianism that are basically like they're kind of like alt-right people
0: more of they militant, they're like the militant yeah versions
1: yeah exactly and and i guess you get that with any group mm-hmm. any political group period
0: yeah that, um, that's going to be your your, your individuals right.
1: and and that exactly that's going to be an individual thing and i i really shouldn't it's more at this point it's more of like a callback to every libertarian I've ever known. Um, not every libertarian that I'll ever meet, you know, yeah, but sure. it, it's more of a callback to all the old white dudes that used to, like, ask me if I was Muslim, jokingly, but also not. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. they, they so were like, oh, weird. yeah, I'm libertarian. I'm libertarian. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, boy, you got that beard. You you Muslim or something? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. <laughs> joke, man, Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> sick, bro. That was fucking cool. What if I was?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like uh, what does yeah. it matter? <laughs> yes, I am. Are you gonna beat me up right now? What? They fucking <laughs> might. They fucking might, bud. That's
1: that's the fucking reality, oh, man. I mean God. it's that's the sad reality of some and and again, it's individuals.
0: It's not it doesn't yeah. mean that just like a whole
1: group of people is
0: That's why I can't I, I, don't, I just don't understand the 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 left and the right just so much battling back and forth oh, yeah. where where a lot of them I I can almost guarantee so many people don't even know the ideals of their own party. No. What they're grasping to is a fucking party. They're just grasping onto this team that they're wanting to play on. Right. You know, fuck your team. My team's better than yours. Right. You know, we have better players than you do or I something. Think, it's just I don't I don't think that the interest is the same from one person to the next. It's just a matter of being right or being on the right team. Well,
1: and, and the two-party system is a, is a really, and we can get into a whole political discussion there, but like the two-party system is not what was intended for this country. But at the same time, we, we still haven't taken the, it, it was inevitably going to come to this because of the way that our country refuses to go back on our original tenants. Mm. And, and this is a pretty hot take. And and mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people, probably some people that listen to this won't agree. Already. Won't agree with that. That's <laughs> they're turned off because I'm I'm about to get into the Constitution, bud. And like we've made amendments to the Constitution, right? Mm-hmm. We've made a lot, right? And that's great. And it's it's an ever-evolving thing, but we are one of the only countries that hasn't actually modified our code, done a complete overhaul on our code and the way that our laws are the way that our senate house president the supreme court how everything is set up
0: mm-hmm.
1: right now is the same way that it was set up
0: forever ago forever
1: right and it, it's kind of like if it's kind of like if england was still living on the tenets of the magna carta you know what i mean mm-hmm. like obviously it's not that extreme because the magna carta was like way 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 further back like but but shit man like yeah like we we i think that we do need to Re-evaluate. Look at some stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. and and like this whole like, well, we're perfect the way we are, and like we're our systems it's work and all so it. far, oh yeah, it's it's worked so far, <laughs> so it's good. And I'm just like, who's it working for, bud? I literally had I watched people the other day defend people that made make over ten million dollars a year, people that presumably live in poverty are defending people that make $10 million a year because a certain candidate wanted to put a tax. And it's like all over the news. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But a certain candidate was like, we need to tax the super rich more. Mm -hmm. And I completely agree with that. But you had people that are so stuck, like you're saying, like so stuck to their party that they're like, no, that guy that made two billion dollars last year he earned all that money he earned all of it and he doesn't deserve to have half of it taken away oh my god he has to live on a billion dollars a year somebody call the goddamn cops <laughs> are you fucking kidding me he only made a billion off of work that somebody else did he got on the phone twice in a year he's yeah. been on a fucking vacation for 364 days right like god damn i can't fucking believe this man wants to fucking tax them <laughs> So that we can get out of a fucking giant, giant deficit that we've been in for fucking twelve yeah, years. Somebody right. call the goddamn police! But, like what? I mean, that doesn't make any sense.
0: To, well, to an extent, that's the, to me. That's going to be more of an individual basis oh, again yeah. because you yeah. do have people that bust their ass. Oh and, no, and, for sure. Work. For but sure. instead of making it a tax, like it's always going to be that way. Like, hey guys, right. can you fucking help us out of this hole? Right. Since you have all this money. Maybe we'll give you a good they're sitting a, a break, on. you know, right. at some point you know, or whatever, we can work something out. Maybe that's fucking dumb. I don't Maybe know. we'll just protect
1: but. your borders and maybe maybe we'll just maybe we'll just uh make sure that like you don't have to worry about being bombed every day. Let's let's make sure that um that uh the people around you can be clothed and make sure that our money still means something. Oh wait. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let's make sure that you can practice any religion you want and, like, you're pretty safe within the confines of the property that you own that we allow you to own. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Do we? Oh, Do we? Oh, my God. We do that. Oh, that's so fucking crazy. You got to actually pay us. Man, Mm -hmm. that's fucking terrible. That's just a fucking shame, isn't it? Fuck. Oh, man. Somebody. like,
0: (laughs) Come on. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's interesting stuff. I don't. And I, again, I really it, haven't paid much attention recently, just because. I mean, I I don't care about Trump. I don't give a shit about him. I, I'm not going to say that he's terrible in any in any way of what he's done. I think he is a. Terrible role model as a as a human being, right? But I'm not going to say that he's done a terrible job or even a great job because I haven't paid attention that much. Yeah, I just know that when I see him and hear him talk, I think, "Why the fuck does he have a microphone in front of his face?" He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, but you know, I I could feel that way about anybody else too. Right? I I think I think the other guys are too fucking old. You know, right? But what I don't know what else other options we have. That's a big deal too. Is like everybody.
1: I think it's so funny that everybody on the right is like, Oh yeah, we need term limits. And I'm like, you guys have enabled them to not for the last, like, mm-hmm. are, are we for fucking real having this conversation? Like there's so much shit that gets sneak snuck in. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you can't just no, Yeah. Like that, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And then, yeah, but, but tomorrow his whole fan club, that's another, and like you were saying, like blind support
0: mm-hmm.
1: on both sides. Yes. Blind support. Is, is unhealthy. He could do something that's great, or he could do something that's fucking terrible, and they would still... Yep. He, he could take away Social Security. I, I guarantee... Okay, so here, here's my here's my projection. So he's talking about cutting Social Security, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right now. So if that goes through, and he cuts Social Security, in a roundabout way, that means that people who are receiving Social Security will either get a cut, or be decided that they don't even get it, period. And mm-hmm. I know I know pretty much every person that's over the age of 60 that I know is on Social Security. Yeah. And cutting that or, like, reducing it would be a major, major life event for them. Definitely. But those same people are supporters through and through. They'd be sitting... <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I got real heated the other day, and I was like, I, I can't wait to see their shit-eating grin when they're like, that's my president. Man, like when they're in a fucking ditch somewhere going, "Man, I'm so free. I get to have this whole fucking <laughs> ditch to myself because my social security check didn't come in." Man, I am I'm just that's my fucking president. I don't Man, even know
0: what is, what even is social security money? What is what even is that? I don't even know. At this
1: point, nothing. It's imaginary. Did you know that you're paying into it? You pay into it just but, like that, I do.
0: That's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And
1: basically, it's in such such a hole right now. That you and I, I mean, you're how old?
0: How old do you think I am? You said we were close 36. In age earlier. 38.
1: 38, okay. Oh, well, in a couple so, months I will be 38. Okay, so you might you might get the tail end of it if it doesn't get just taken out. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, f- since you started working, you've been paying other people. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way it was supposed to be. The way, when, when they designed it, um, it was supposed to be a social insurance, basically, mm-hmm. where you pay into it your whole life. And then by the time you retire, you're just basically pulling from a fund of like pooled funds. Yes. Well, we've made so many decisions to pull money from it that now it's in a deficit. So basically any money that I'm putting in is not going to go to me later. It's going to people right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So when I'm old, assuming that nobody's paying you, exactly, assuming that you know, we have some sort of reform or that we have like something going on like that. I, I'm never going to see any of that money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just not sustainable. And that's why he's talking about cutting it. And I get to an extent why, but from a quality of life and from like a realistic perspective, if he did that, it would change tons and tons of yeah people's there would have lives. to be some
0: sort of very there would have well to be thought some, out plan
1: and and i'm sure there is going to be and and that was another you thing where it. like i dude <laughs> fucking don't even get me started but no and and it's not i'm kind of in the same boat as you you know what i mean i i don't want to keep having this super political p- discussion because i just don't want people to comment on your podcast oh, and be no, like, that's, that's hey, fine. bro, this is a political podcast. Yeah. Hey, you know, keep the polit. Where's the fucking music? Where's the fucking music, bro? You, uh, no, this,
0: this is Welcome well, home, boy. What, what is this about? Anything and everything? The human experience? <laughs> right. Yeah, we're in this it, This is part of it. We're in this it. This is
1: absolutely part of it. Not
0: that I not want to keep talking about it. I'm just saying. I'd, no. I, I, I was shying away from it before because I, I used to be more into it, but before that, I was not into it whatsoever and when I did get into it still wasn't even in it that much I just had a better understanding now I'm really not into it but I'm paying attention to like the characters that are playing right Right. now but as far as policies go and details about everything I'm not paying attention and I probably should be but at the same time uh, I don't know what good it's going to do.
1: One of the most impactful things that I've ever to kind of wrap up this conversation. One of the most impactful things that I've ever heard from a, either a person or I read it somewhere. I don't remember, but they said for those people that don't want to be involved in politics, that aren't interested in it, you should be because your boss and your boss's boss and your boss's boss and his boss and your government are worried about it mm-hmm. you know
0: or they're not but they're still doing stuff exactly <laughs> that affects exactly. you <laughs>
1: exactly that affects your day-to-day life like yeah. it, it's it's no, a very true
0: yeah it's and that's thing. that's the whole reason i got into it in the first place but then i i think the reason i got out of it was i was hoping that ron paul would have made his way into the chair and um it, dude and i think it would have been a f- insanely different situation that we were in today but uh, and, hey, it could have been worse. I don't fucking know. But th- that's but,
1: the thing about any candidate is you, yeah. just, you just don't know if if they're continuing the status quo, which is basically like, uh fuck the poor. There's mm-hmm. a giant divide between the poor and the rich. Then basically any candidate that gets in there isn't really doing anything. Yeah. That's
0: my whole deal. Mm-hmm. Since my candidate lost, you know, I just kind of lost. I lost a little motivation there. But then yeah. when, when Trump came in, I thought, what, what are
1: we doing? man if you know if nothing else it's it's just a good thing to do your own research on yeah you know and hey we've tried something
0: different because he's he wasn't a politician right you know i for a while even my buddy bentley he asked me about it and he asked me who i would have voted for i didn't uh scold me if you want to i don't care um but i i said i don't know out of hillary and trump i don't know i don't know i I don't really want to go for hillary i said trump's he's not a politician i mean he i can't say he's the best business person but maybe he could do something different you know so at that point and you asked me then uh, i guess i'll choose him but you know now i think uh, i i think back to what i did which is not vote i don't want either of them idiots yeah but you know i don't know i don't if, if that that was a post that i made or a podcast that i made too that i mentioned i don't I don't know if my vote, when I hit this button right here, right. I don't know where that goes, what it does. I don't know if anything that we are shown is accurate in the slightest. Well, so no. how do I know for a fact that my insignificant self is going to make a difference? I'm not saying that it doesn't. I'm just saying I don't know.
1: I think I think it's important, and I think that it, regardless of what you believe on that front, because I, I thought the same thing. I, I was in the exact same boat. You know, I don't know where the fuck this is going. I'm going off faith. I'm going off blind faith at that. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue where if my number even counts. But the main thing is I think is that showing regardless of who wins or who loses or who riots or who does whatever, showing our government and this is this again, this is like this can go party to party, this can go somewhere in the middle, this can go to anarchists, this can go whoever. Keeping our government Knowing that we are here and that we give a shit is what the difference between the dystopian nightmare that we see in movies and television and our reality right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're getting to that point because it just takes one one disaster for us to go into martial law and for us to be basically in a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. It takes one disaster. That's it. And our our yeah, complete. That's why I'm, the, the way that we live is completely different. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? That's why I'm more concerned about this virus issue, not just yeah. um, this specifically, but the negligence from people that don't oh, think absolutely. it's a big issue or, or I'm sorry, don't think it could be a big issue. And that this is, if this isn't the big thing that we've been dreading, it's warming us up for the big thing. And we're not, if this is a test, we're not doing very well No, in no my and, eyes.
1: And with this particular one, I it doesn't meet like everybody brings up, and and I I bring it up too. You know, uh, I'm I'll be the first to tell you that I bring it up. Everybody brings up that, you know, there's the death rate is not that high. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's mainly with like elderly and people that are immunocompromised you know, and children and stuff, but.
0: People are comparing it to gun deaths, exactly. ab- abortions, exactly. anything you can possibly think of, anything and everything that, and that I, I doesn't think that's, scale. Anyway.
1: No, no, it doesn't scale, and it doesn't. The thing is, is yeah, it's not a big deal right now, ish, mm-hmm. but it it is like it, especially if you're around a lot of people. Like I, I talk to people all the fucking time. That's what mm-hmm. I do for my job. I do all three of my jobs. I'm around people. Yeah, period, and it worries me to death because my girlfriend is immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. And anything that I pick up, it may not even affect me, but it's going to affect her in one way or another. And if I transmit something to her, I mean, she could die. She could die. I mean, fuck, dude. She she got um, sepsis a couple of months ago and we still don't know where the fuck it came from. Wow. And it's because she's immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to come from anywhere specific. It, yeah. it can just be floating in the fucking air. Mm-hmm. And she's in danger. Like her life is in danger. You know, and it, I think that's kind of put it in into perspective from for me. And I think that I was a real shithead for thinking anything else, honestly, at any point. Because now that I'm like, oh, well, this affects somebody that I directly know. Yeah. Like, fuck off, dude. Why didn't you? Why didn't you fucking? Exactly. Why didn't you fucking worry about it when it was somebody else's grandma or somebody else's fucking wife or somebody else's, you know, with all these invisible diseases that. You can't... If you looked at my girlfriend and you, you set her beside somebody, one of these two people are immunocompromised, which one is it? You can not fucking tell me. Yeah. You can not right. fucking tell me.
0: It's, it's crazy how your mind shifts on your, your care. I think uh, Sam Harris is the one that brought... That, that gave up the scenario of... Well, maybe not him specifically, but that's where I heard it, was if you are shown a picture of a starving child from another country, you have empathy. You feel right. sorry for this person. You know, You want to help. If you show this, if you show that girl and her brother and how terrible off they are, you're just a little bit less sympathetic. If you show 30 of them, you might be a little less sympathetic. If you show a whole country of them, man, can't do anything about that. It's just, it it becomes overwhelming to the point where, and it's so far away or it's not, it's not in your backyard, so you just brush it off. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't do that or it's terrible to do that. It's just realize that you do that. And then you might be able to kind of shift your mindset just a little bit, you well, know, because it does, it does. It's weird how that works that way. And I feel that about this same thing, or this, this kind of stuff where if it's not affecting you or anyone that you know, you're probably just going to brush it off and like, well, I haven't, I haven't seen any problems yet, you know, but if you're not considering the fact that, you know, you meet this person, that person is married to this person. And that person has a daughter that has a same issue, you know, disorder or something that leaves them vulnerable. And you just had a hand in killing this person basically, but you know, not a big deal.
1: Well, and and it's like, you, you get a lot of these people. I have a friend, he is the funniest guy I know. He's 73 years old and he's a really close friend that I met driving a bus. Mm-hmm. And he is like super, super, super left wing. And it's so funny because he grew up in California, so obviously his leanings are going to be, he's mm. basically my grandfather, except not right wing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he's he's like so stuck on the left wing. Right, right. And, but he brings this really, really depressing as fuck. And I've looked it up and it, it's true. There are trillions, trillions of dollars in offshore accounts that are collecting dust right now from the rich and super rich. And there are 14 to 16 million children that die a year from being in extreme poverty, from being exposed to disease, from being exposed to uh, the sex trade. Mm -hmm. 14 to 16 on average, and that's a nice number, that die per year. And we have trillions of dollars sitting somewhere collecting dust, still gaining money, Mm -hmm. still throwing money into it. Right. How can... I just don't... I guess from my perspective, I just
0: can't see how somebody could live with themselves. Right, if they're not using it. Because... Because Unless they're saving it... it, 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 They're saving it for their grandkids or their kids or whatever, but... Who who the...
1: Again, with the whole like, oh my God, you only made $1 billion last year? I'm calling the fucking cops. I've never seen anyone with... I've never... I've never experienced anyone with two hundred thousand dollars in their hand. You know what I mean? Like, mm. can you fucking imagine what kind of life changing money that is for so many people? Yeah, some people throw it around it's like nothing. Sitting there, you can't you can't do anything but buy fucking islands. Yeah, you know what I mean islands. Jeff Bezos owns probably all of them. Seven. He's a fucking, he's a fucking madman. He has a, to
0: because he needs more facilities. Yeah, yeah. He,
1: need, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, no, no, and and you know, supply demand. You know, I fucking, I buy shit off Amazon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I shit, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody else. But like, we're not, we're not taking more of that from someone for working on the backs of millions of people. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I, like, I get it. I get it that he started in his fucking garage. He start he started the same way we did. You know what I mean? He started yep. a business, and it became this giant prolific company. But like who global the fuck? domination, right? Like, but who who in the fuck needs seven private islands? Who in the fuck needs a fleet of jets? Who in the fuck needs to live in eight, nine, ten, twenty well, there's, different there's houses? There's, there's you know what I mean? Definitely
0: not a need. No, there's but, no need. But when, like uh, I'll say with anybody else. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know about Hitler, but <laughs> most Again, anybody. Fuck Nazis. I would have to say <laughs> I could judge and I could assume, but I don't know. I don't know right. the details. Nobody does. I don't know if I don't know if anything is ever donated. I don't know if any jets are used for a specific organization only kind of a thing. No, there,
1: there are tons of that. That's there, just, there's tons of that. And I yeah, I, I think I think that those types of people still do help people, mm-hmm. but. At, I don't know I don't there's a certain level so but the, ra- the
0: ratio is off
1: right I think so All I right. mean it, but but that's my like I can't live their life for them mm-hmm. but at the same time I it doesn't make economically it doesn't make sense to me for us to be in crazy 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 debt and taking money from people that are poor Ugh. the
0: debt is what kills me.
1: But then right. but then they're like, "Oh, but w- if we cut school systems and oh, but if we cut food stamps and stuff, oh, but if we cut this, then we'll we'll be we'll be a little bit better." And it's like, "Okay, but what about all those billionaires that literally have more than anyone in the lower 98% and the lower 99% could ever imagine having." Mhm. What about them like what why
0: because they have too much money and they can pay off anybody right to keep them safe exactly
1: exactly that's exactly <laughs> it man that's They're exactly gonna buy their way
0: into whatever they want to exactly probably
1: and that's and and people people are okay but people defend that even mm-hmm. I, I think that's i think that's ridiculous but that's i mean that's my personal opinion and i'm glad that we get to sit here and talk about it because it might make somebody at least think about it. They may completely disagree with me, but I mean, really just yeah. put some thought into it. Right. We don't ever
0: think about shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's hard stuff to think about. Like it I said, it's because a lot of things are, are, are assumption anyway. Right. And, and, and could be a, I don't know, an unnecessary hatred. Right. Cause some necess- unnecessary hatred and, and, I guess more so because of social media, because of how easily if one person with a decent following can come out and say something that has good points and if all the assumptions they have are true, yeah, they got something, they got something there. But if they're going off of assumption and some of these things are incorrect, doesn't matter. They're still going to hit their 20 million followers or whatever. And 20 million people now, or, you know, a good chunk of that might think the same way. And now all this person is receiving all this hatred and some facts are not even facts. They're completely fabricated or just totally wrong. And I think that's kind of scary because of just the hysteria that
1: it could, you know. Well, the, the platform that people like that are given, it is mm-hmm. it's a it is a scary thing because they can,
0: I mean. They're influencers and right. they could be a very bad influencer. No, right. You know, it's cool to be an influencer, but. Are you a good one or a bad one? Are you using what? What purpose are you using it for? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that's why that's why I want to do this, is right? Because you know, like I don't have any famous people on here or anything, but it's it's cool to see people that are walking amongst you right. and have elaborate thoughts and have different opinions, right. whether they are right or wrong. It's to be able to talk about it is awesome right and it's and it could be insightful it could change your mind could change my I love mind that. you know and that's I I that's great
1: no and and that's why i talk to as many people as i can and like again you got to you got to stick to your guns you know but you got to do it in a way that you can actually reach out to someone mm-hmm. and reach their at least make them think yeah that that's the big thing at least make somebody think because they may think you are just fucking wrong bud like they're they're just yeah. like hey man that's, no you're just fucking wrong but like here's the thing they thought about it they uh-huh. thought about that possibility and that's or that's think about important
0: it. or think about it later right you know that, if they that, shut that's off important like, man that guy was an idiot and then he thinks about it later just randomly one sentence pops back in the head and you think okay maybe that wasn't that wrong or right. maybe i need to look at that and then you start researching and then exactly. there you go you've, exactly. you've created something I you've mean. you've cre- you've planted a seed yeah that's, that's important. That's really, that's really important. That's really good. I like that. So we've done this for quite a while, man. Hell yeah. I think we've touched on a lot of stuff. Shit. Yeah, we have. I think that's a a good, good spot. Good spot.
1: Good spot. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm down. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it. Dude, I really, I enjoyed meeting you and I I enjoyed like hanging out and getting to talk to you about some shit. Yeah. I know we kind of went back and forth and we went in a really... (laughs) different direction than any of the other ones have gone <laughs> yeah but I didn't uh have
0: politics on my little sheet here anywhere so yeah <laughs> i mean you,
1: we didn't talk about music but it's okay like like you were like you're in a band right i'm like yeah i'm in too that's it
0: yeah i don't even uh, <laughs> uh, what do you play uh uh nothing uh, we can I, <laughs> no. i'm terrible at everything no, i i will yeah. say that more the more musicians i have on the more i don't want to talk about music yeah. because i want to know the person or get well, to shit, know the that person gets, that and, gets boring after so, a while i
1: mean it, i fucking love music you fucking love music we're yeah. like you know we're into it obviously it's a big part of our lives but yeah there's a lot more thought that goes into other stuff than just music yeah
0: i guess drums and chords hell yeah (laughs) all right man cool man well let's get this thing closed up sounds
1: good appreciate it man. all right
0: guys thanks for listening i love you bye-bye
1: rusty's escape pod